Here's this. The opinions that you hear are those of the host and callers, and not those of iHeartMedia, its management, or advertisers. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the Phillips File, broadcasting high atop the iHeartMedia complex on WTKS-FM HD1. Coco Beach, Orlando. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. Download it now. Groundbreaking. Critically acclaimed. And now, The Phillips File. All right, here we go. Hold your ears, folks. It's showtime. Yeah, it is. Hello there. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome. It is the start of the Phillips File. This one for Monday. This Monday, April 23rd, the year 2018. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Jim Phillips here once again to take your phone calls and listen to your stuff, whatever your stuff might happen to be. News and current events, we'll do that. We'll talk about your life. Feel free to talk about mine. And we'll find many other things to discuss this afternoon. We always do. So take part in the most listened to, the most popular, the most widely heard, the highest rated radio program of its kind in the entire state of Florida. Pick us up on iHeartRadio. Go to realradio.fm. That's our website. Check that out. You can follow me on Twitter, at Real Jim, and then send us a text on anything at any time. I promise we'll read it, we'll review it, we'll look at it, and uh, we might use it on the air. That's Real Mobile 77031. On the phones, long distance, toll free, one 978 For those of you in the Metro, 407-916-1041. Mo's here. She has news in yes, a few minutes. Sir. Jack is on vacation for the next week. Mr. Pinkman is handling his responsibilities. Mr. Fritz Ooh. has come in to help us out on the program as well. Later on, right after the news with Mo, that bonus round of closest to the pin, one of you will choose either Mr. Pinkman or Mr. Fritz to win. You choose correctly, you will receive an autographed you matter business card that will guarantee you good fortune for the rest of your life. However, if you lose, bad luck for 24 hours. So that's the way it works. What's the rule if they've <laughs> already gotten a card? It's, it's just, do you remember what we said? Like you get you, you this time you don't get good luck, or you do get good luck, or you you get a second day of bad luck, or something. Yeah, I can't remember. I, I can't either. I I, it was really. Confusing. I think it's if you've played before and you have a card, but you lose, you got forty eight hours of bad That's luck. That's it. So, That's it. and I'd rather you know if you've already won a card, give somebody else a chance, all right, to get that dude. good fortune. All Share right, the good luck. Come on, yeah. will you? That's part of the oh, process. Hey. Yeah, be cool, bro. Uh, no audio file today because Jack is on vacation. We do have Monday movie review today with Wanzi and Doug, closest to the pin, the regular round. Stephen Kramer, attorney, uh, attorney at law, will be coming in at 6. And I'll have some drive-home music for you and PPT to wrap things up, person, place, or thing to wrap things mm-hmm. up at the end of the program. Congratulations to Orlando City, four in a row now. Good job by the Lions and Coach Kreiss. Uh, they're playing better and better and better, at least from my vantage point, from, from what I see. I watch it on TV, and uh, it just seems to me they're just playing every single time, just getting better and better, certainly with their playmaking. A little dicey towards the end. You oh, know, they almost gave too, it away. Don't get too confident. Oh, oh God. Uh, never leave early. You never know. 
I've seen some of these matches, you know, the team is down 3-0 in the last 5-10 minutes. They tie it up, if not win. It can happen. Uh, So uh, keep your eye on the ball, so to speak. But congratulations to Orlando City for It was uh, electric in that stadium. It was absolutely screaming within one minute and two seconds or something. Mueller got that first one. But you barely got to sit down from the Pledge of, not the Pledge of Allegiance, the Star Spangled Banner, and people were absolutely over the moon screaming like memes, you know, crazy berserk. They made an arrest in the Waffle House shooting in uh, Nashville just within the past hour. We'll bring you up to date on that as best we can as the uh, program goes by. Let's see, what else do we have? Uh, New season of Westworld on HBO last night. I'll probably get into that with Kramer a little bit more because none of you watch it, so why even bring it up? Let's see what else. Home remedies. There's an article that was in the Orlando Sentinel over the weekend, and um, if you have a cold, so we can talk about home remedies if you want to. I can't think of one right off the bat, Uh, but this uh, person claims if you get that tickle in your throat, Yes, sir. And you said, I got. I think I got a cold coming on. <clears throat> to slab, uh, to take, uh, to take uh, Vicks, and uh, and uh, rub it into the bottom of your uh, uh, your feet. Just layer it on the bottom, and then put socks on, and then go to sleep. No. And it works wonders. What? I've I'm going to try. Hey, I'm just saying. I've heard about that. How would that work on the soles of your feet? I don't know. I can't explain a lot of these things. A lot of these things come out of the hills. You know, a lot of these things come out of uh, making uh, a tea out of some kind of bark from a particular type Uh of tree. Yeah. And maybe as uh, as modern science has entered into into the fold, so to speak, uh, that along the way we've uh, forgotten maybe some of these uh, folk remedies, whether they have any basis in scientific fact, I don't know, but. You know, maybe it draws the toxins out through your feet. That's weird. It's possible. It your is possible. Your feet are connected to the rest of your body. You know. I guess it's just like She just said, "Look, she she heard it someplace and she tried it." And uh, I don't I don't know if she said I don't have the entire article whether she said her cold went away, but uh, lessen the symptoms of it. Maybe huh? lessen the symptoms. So why not? Everybody should have a jar of Vicks. And they're somewhere in their in their bathroom cabinet. Yeah. You probably had it for thirty years. It if, might be a little rusty. The top when you take it off might be a little rusty, but I'm sure it's, everyone has one. Not really rusty because they're made out of glass or plastic. The old ones are glass. Well, the, there's yeah, a, that's, rusty. If you mean as a metaphor, just kind of crusty. Yeah, rusty, crusty, rusty, yeah. crusty. Just kind of yeah, yeah, a little correct. bit of effort to get it open, but uh-huh. it, it's as good as the day you bought it. Have you ever heard of free foot reflexology? Free foot. Yeah, apparently there's parts of the feet that correspond to the, you know, the shoulder, the liver. Yeah, your, your meridians. It's I uh, do believe in that. But, but what I don't are you know, saying? The but soles? that's pressure points. Reflexology is somebody applying pressure to certain parts of your foot. You're There's, really good at that, huh? To what? You love to have people touch your feet. To touch uh, send energy and redirect energy throughout your body. I get that. But, I mean, taking a jar of Vicks and, and wife smearing it all over the soles of your feet, I think that's a little bit different. And don't forget the socks. you got to wear socks. Now, I don't know whether it has to be cotton or wool. I didn't get that far. Okay. No. That well, can make a difference. Otherwise, your sheets would be all disgusting. Well, so you, you can have change to your socks. sheets, and that's better than putting up with five days of a yeah, bad that's cold. That's probably true, yeah. A lot of people on the texting service say that the Vicks on your feet works. 
Well, why isn't that common knowledge? Why isn't How that all over the newspapers? Yeah. Why isn't Lester Holt leading with that in the news? Because <laughs> Big Pharma doesn't want you to know about it. Yeah, they want you yeah. to take a Z-Pack. There's they- another uh, case of a passenger on an airline uh, going nuts. Uh-oh. This one on a Delta flight, I think, from London to Salt Lake City. Oh, oh boy. Sake. And this one. What happened? It's not funny. It is, in a way, but it's not. This laugh. woman gets up, and she starts running up and down the the whole length of the plane. One way, gets to the end, just starts running the other way, the other way, the other way. And um, finally, there's, a, there, I believe, two air marshals on this flight. And they settle her down. As a matter of fact, she was sitting next to an air marshal. She didn't realize that. Ah. <laughs> so they settle her down in her seat. Yeah. And all of a sudden... I mean, that's, you know, ving, ving, back and forth, maybe Running. three or four times, as fast as she can, throwing her coffee in the air. Oh, for Pete, Got a cup that. of coffee and throwing it in the air and running back and forth and running back. Finally, they settled her down the seat. Then all of a sudden, I think the air marshal identified himself as an air marshal, and she jumped up and, and climbed up on his back. No, what? like a piggyback ride? Yeah, like a piggyback ride. Uh-oh. And you know how you get when you yeah. when somebody, like, you start spinning around, right? Because right. you're trying to spin get that off person me. off you. Right, yeah. Uh huh. So they put her in handcuffs. But another, so another reason I don't fly anywhere. It's just insane anymore. This is insane. They had to people taste. are, yeah. yeah uh, people are, you know, they're taking their shoes and socks off. They're running up and down the aisles. Well, they're 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 getting on board in their pajamas. They're just all manner of all manner of nonsense now on on airline flights. I just I want to remain in my tiny tiny little bubble. By the way, uh, Mr. Pinkman was out there shopping at IKEA. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, looking for throw pillows. They're important. He Dude. lost his man card after I heard that no. story. No. Say, Seriously, man card yeah, gone. Yeah, talk to your betrothed and say, you go shop for uh, for uh, throw pillows. I'm going to shoot straight, you know? Or I'm getting a video <laughs> game where I shoot people or something. I got no. a phone. You know, I'm going to go, uh, you, know, uh, you know, something. change the oil on the car or something. You go get the throw pillows. Even if you're just scratching yourself at home on the sofa, it doesn't matter. It's Speaking going for- of Ikea, there's a video oh, out yeah. there. We'll post it on That's our great. website of a couple of robots putting uh, together. An Ikea piece in about uh, a minute's time, as opposed to human beings uh, that just take uh, forever and ever. Have you put together anything from Ikea? Uh, No, I have no interest in Ikea. It's a pain. It was founded by a a Nazi sympathizer. Boy, really? I didn't know that. I need to look that up. You think Sweden, they were neutral, so it wouldn't be, but sure enough. Yeah, they had their sympathizers. And they probably think any time those, those Nazis are going to come, you know, they're going to cross the whatever. And, yes. You know, so uh-huh. I'm going with who I think is going to be the winner. Big mistake. Uh-huh. He uh, said later on that he renounced his interest in the Third Reich. But well, there you go. Whatever. Let's see what else is happening. That's about it. We'll take a little break. But, you know, we can connect the IKEA robots with uh, Westworld. Ooh, good there's one. an interesting uh, there's an interesting column on the in the New York Times. It's the opening line I thought it was interesting. I got it. I don't have it. Here it is. And the opening line is: Suppose we had robots perfectly identical to men, women, and children, and we were permitted by law to interact with them in any way we pleased. How would you treat them? It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. He's got the news. Got the news that ain't gonna bore ya. Here's more. 
Gonna check out the news. Here's Mo. Uh, yeah, Jim. The news is brought to you today by Fox 35. I'd love to tell you all about Charles. Is it Charles Billy and Luann Sorrell? Yes. Uh, you don't big, have your copy, do nah, you? That I don't have. No. Wait. Well, let's see if you can pull this out of your arse. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey! Wait a minute. <laughs> Where's your copy? I don't know. I thought it was in the pile here, and it wasn't. Nope. I'm sorry. I can go look. We for can it wait. No. No. You just stick right there. You all stay right. right there, young man. Ah! I'm just trying to help the let's show. Let's wait for Mo. <laughs> Sorry. It just dawned on me I didn't have it in front of me. Uh, no, I don't know. Uh, poop. <laughs> Wait a minute, maybe it's... It's in all the bedding stuff. No. Uh, okay. The only place it could be, Jim, is in the office. I'll have to go out and back and look for it. Okay. All right. Anyway, I'll Next give time, you all, all that. Right. Bigger, bolder, better right after all the Fox shows. And these people really know news. It's the news station, you know, Fox 35. Uh, yeah, the man suspected of killing four people and injuring four others after opening fire inside one of the most beloved restaurants in the South, a Waffle House. Love it. Uh-huh. Uh, they have finally found him. The whole weekend they were looking. They couldn't find hide nor hair of this guy. 29-year-old Travis Reinking mm-hmm. was taken into custody uh, a little more than an hour ago. Now, they thought he was in the woods somewhere. Well, he wasn't. They found him. Um, police said they had no new leads. The last time they saw him, someone saw him walking off into the woods. But no, they did not have him. Uh, it turns out um, his location was less than two miles from the Waffle House where he opened fire. Uh, they show him in the back of a patrol car. I've seen one picture of this kid in the back of the patrol car. His shirt's kind of torn. He's wearing a long sleeve red T-shirt. Sleeve's kind of torn. His skin sort of scratched up. And um, it looks like, you know, he's going to, he's going to jail, of course. This but, was the guy who was completely naked, right? Or he had uh, like he was a wearing just pants. a jacket. Yeah, right. Let's just call this what it is. This is a mentally unstable person. I mean, you can you, know, you throw out those words evil and yeah. this and that. Whatever. This is somebody, I mean, the, the synapses aren't firing correctly. I mean, it's just, they're not connecting. And uh this person never should have had firearms. As a matter of fact, there's an incident at the White House. The Secret Service Same got involved yep. along with state authorities. They uh, uh, took away his guns, gave them back to uh, the father because I think there's some kind of legal whatever, you know, that the father could have possession of the firearms. And the latest word we had is the father gave the, some of the firearms uh, back to his son. That's correct. Who, uh, you know. Uh, Travis Reinking was added to the Tennessee... Uh, Bureau of Investigation's top 10 most wanted after the Sunday morning shooting, but a little more than 24 hours after he opened fire at the Waffle House. Not a career criminal. This is somebody who's mentally unstable. That is correct. Um, Four people were killed, all under the age of of 30. Yep. And uh, then they went door to door. Anyway, it turns out they found him. He's in the back of the patrol car. Last we heard, he stole a BMW, and then finally they... They grabbed him. Florida's medical marijuana. Well, hats off and a big round of applause to the Tennessee. Yeah, I mean to the guy who wrestled the firearm away from him. Totally, yes, he was a hero. That guy's a badass, a bona fide Mm -hmm. hero. He, he, you know, at most Waffle Houses, there's sort of a vestibule. When you walk in the door, there's like this holding area, glassed in holding, and then you walk into the restaurant where there's a counter. He was sitting at the end of the counter, ran up and grabbed the guy's gun, wedged it sort of cockeyed in the little vestibule. And then chase the guy outside. That was fight or flee. One he, or the other. He went Nobody to the can fight say mode. at any particular point in time what, what they would do. That's right. 
uh, closer to home, Jim. Uh, I like to think probably. I like to think that it would do something. I probably would not. I'm sure once you hear the pop, pop, pop of gunfire, most people's instinct is to hide under the counter and not to run toward the guns. You have have two options. Yeah, sure. I mean, that's the, that's the nature of being a human being or being an animal. You're going to fight or flee. That's what you're going to do. Right. You'll be encouraged to know 100,000. 100,000 of your fellow Floridians, Jim, have signed up to get medical marijuana. They're in the database now. As of, well, I guess last Friday, last time they closed the books on this, 1,000, I mean 100,576 Florida patients registered with the Office of Medical Marijuana Use which is an increase of 2500 from the week before. You have to go to a special doctor to get a prescription for medical marijuana, or can any physician, licensed physician in the state of Florida prescribe that? That's a good question, Jim, and one I'm glad you asked. Let me research. Research. Uh, actually, it was last week that Pinkman was saying, asking, maybe he was asking me, I don't know if he asked on the air off, but he was asking what kind of malady you have to have to get a medical marijuana card. Is it your back hurts, your knee hurts, your elbow has no, a little... Uh, no, not under like Florida law. Terminal uh, illness, isn't it? No. Yes. Or serious. Or, or close yeah. to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Pinky. I mean, and, you can, and they can't get smokable marijuana. Yeah. Only oils edibles and edibles. Which is ridiculous. Silliness. But that's Florida for you. Yeah. Meanwhile, we got Chuck Schumer in New York who's calling for the decriminalization of marijuana. It's about damn time. Uh, yeah, UCF can, continues oh, to claim, Jim, that they are the national champions in college hey, football. They claim to be whatever you want, yeah, right? Well, it turns out they're not only with banners and signs and what. Now they've made national championship rings, and people who follow BCS and these there's a system for the championship games and the pyramid that, that crowns some team as the champion, a la Alabama last year. Well, Bianchi's right. The system for doing this is messed up. It's messed up. It's okay. really messed up. Okay. But under the rules of the system right now, if you want to call them rules or regulations right now, yeah, it didn't work out that way for you. Should they be changed so teams like a UCF can compete for the national championship? Of course. Okay. Seems U- a little UCF, bit silly to me. But. Maybe not national champions, at least the way the current system is running, but they were undefeated. That's a really big deal. If the ring says undefeated season, nobody would Doesn't fit. say undefeated. I know. It says national champions. Well, that's where, where there's a problem. I'm just saying. Uh, Jim, anyway. uh, your primary care physician can prescribe you. Yeah. Uh, what else did you ask? Well, if what, anybody can. What any, illness? Any like just what a, whether any licensed physician in the state of Florida can prescribe medical marijuana. I'm at marijuanadoctors.com yeah. reading this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But you have to have something serious. You just that can't... Florida Medical Marijuana Doctors dot com. This is uh, well, it's specifically talking about access in Florida. Okay. okay, all right. In the aftermath of a shooting at a high school in Ocala, an increased law enforcement presence was expected at most high schools in Marion County today, and that indeed happened. It was Friday morning. A 19-year-old former student shot through a classroom door at Forest High in Ocala, injuring one kid in the ankle. The 19-year-old claims he did it to let people know there's something wrong with him. So that's the only way he could he could get through. Uh, there were two police uh, killed in a little bitty town in Florida, up yeah. near Ocala. Um, it's in, and the funeral is today in Trenton, Florida. Now you I don't know. That was up in the Panhandle. No, they're closer to Ocala. Trenton, yeah, it's teeny tiny little place. 
Sheriff's uh, deputies, right? Uh, yeah. Sitting eating Chinese food. And got shot Jesus. in cold blood. Boom. Right there. Point blank range. Yeah. Through the glass window. Again, another, you know, cuckoo head. Uh, it turns out that gunman, though, took his own life. There's no apparent motive for that shooting. But boy, oh boy, no problem with guns here. There was some guy at UCF <laughs> who was totally lit up, okay, on Saturday night. Was drunk out of his gourd, right? Gets in his car in a parking garage in an apartment complex. And as he gets in his vehicle, mistake number one, drinking too much. Mistake number two, getting behind the wheel, right? Gets right. in his car in the garage, and he starts going down to get out of the garage, right? Bamming into no less than 15 cars on his way down to get out. Christ. Finally, after 12 cars, he finally stops. I don't know if his car was immobilized or what. He gets out of the car, runs. So people hold on Yo, to bro. him. Hey, what are you doing, dude? Bro, what are you doing, bro? What are you doing? He could barely stand up, eyes all wibble wobble, smelling like the high heaven of alcohol. You're allowed to smack him around a little bit before the cops get there. I think the there. fellow students, yeah, why not? you know, they were so <laughs> mad. And they had spiffy cars from the cars I saw that were damaged very, very snappy. Just punch him and then claim citizen's arrest. Come on, bro. Be cool. Let me take a little break. More news with Mo, the food, the birthdays. Bonus round of closest to the pin at four. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Don't forget that bonus round of closest to the pin at four, where Mr. Pinkman will play against Mr. Fritz. We'll see who wins. Back to the news, the food, the birthdays. Here's Mo. Yeah, all of the above. Uh, the Lottie Dodgem. I may have been remiss and t- not telling you that it was brought to you by Fox 35, the news station for bigger, bolder, better news coverage. Watch Fox 35 News at 10 with Charles Billy and Luann Sorrell right after your favorite Fox primetime shows, only on Fox 35, the news station. Aha! Today is April 23rd in 2018. Today is Cherry Cheesecake Day. Ooh. I approve. Right? That goopy che- cherry stuff on top is not my favorite. Oh, no, that's the best kind. I'm not Thank a big you. cheesecake. It's that gelatinous it's stuff. <laughs> yeah. The other one you might like, though, and I think you eat on a regular basis. What's it shares today, April 23rd, with English Muffin Day. I probably haven't had an English muffin in five years. I love an English muffin. Nicks and crannies. Uh-huh, correct. Those are One the of the Thomas's. best for you. ever. If you had to get fat. White bread. Okay, let's say you had to bulk mm, up for bread. a you But know, you didn't like white bread. bread. I don't like white bread. What? If, you, if you had to bulk up, okay, uh, let's say uh, you know, you're starring opposite Brad Pitt and you had to put on 80 pounds. How would you do it? What would you eat? Bread and pasta. Cheesecake all day uh, for me. Bulk up, though. Bulk up what? Just. Just Just get weight? To gain weight, yeah. you gotta be like, the fatty. You like know. get Christian Bale fat in American it's milkshakes. Hustle. Milkshakes, that's a good See, one. See, for you, it'd be milkshakes. I milkshakes. Be, it'd be yeah, bread and pasta for me. Yeah. Same. Bread I'd be eating garlic knots Lots of bread, stuff. lots yeah. of bread and butter yeah. and, and milkshakes. Yeah. Uh-huh. I would put raviolis on top of pizza and eat that. <laughs> that's a good time right there. Yeah, that's... I want to go where you're having dinner. I don't know where that is. <laughs> See anyway. Meticulously spooning the ravioli. <laughs> cool. Prices at the pump in Florida, Jim, are out of this world. They are now the highest in more than three years, according to AAA. Today's statewide average for just a stinking gallon of regular... Is two dollars seventy four cents a gallon, and that's up eleven cents from last Monday. Trump's blaming it on OPEC. Oh, nice try. Is. Nope, not this time around. They say the high oil prices are partly to blame. AAA now is saying, along with dwindling inventory and strong demand, the most expensive gas. What a surprise! Boca Raton. Hey. You guys weren't around in the seventies oh. when we had that gasoline crisis. Oh, you'd ahead. have to wait in line for hours, and you could only to do get every some gasoline other day. and every other. Exactly, you have to depending put on your, your license plate. 
blame right, Jimmy what, Carter again. All right, one at a time, everybody. We're going to do the next uh, three and a half hours one at a time. All right. Blame Jimmy Carter. Next. Mm, Governor Scott Jim is traveling to Puerto Rico today. <laughs> the visit comes at the invitation of the island's lieutenant governor. Uh, you know, he is trying to solidify his base with Hispanics in Florida, so he's going to Puerto Rico. Right. Right? Sure. I mean, that's pretty transparent to me. I don't know if anyone else thinks that. I think many people think he's just going there to be a good guy and see how Puerto Rico is faring after Hurricane Maria. Watch those votes, even mm-hmm. though really it's not that many votes. Puerto Rico? Yeah. I mean, Puerto Ricans that have emigrated here. Yeah, well, they figured the number of people been here, the number of people registered, the number of Puerto Ricans who turn out to vote. 12 people. You know, you get differing opinions. Puerto Ricans, oh, they're great in turning out the vote. Then other people say, oh. Not so much. Not so, not so mm-hmm. good. You mentioned um, a lady who jumped on the back of an air marshal. I'll tell you now another air fracas that was going on. This one on American Airlines. There was a mm, disagreement between two passengers. The flight was from Miami to Chicago. They couldn't even take off from the Miami tarmac for over one hour. Last night, the man who started it was asked to leave. He refused. He said, I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to, going to Chicago. He then gets into an, a fight with another passenger. The instigator had to be tased by police multiple times before he was ultimately arrested and removed from the plane. They had to bring the cops onto the plane and tase this son of a gun before they could get him off the plane and then take off to Chicago with everybody else. What's going on with people? people Is it crazy. rats in a cage? I, I mean, it's, I don't know. People are so frantic and mm-hmm. not sure. Especially airlines now. Yeah, well, that's... Well, they cram stressful. your ass in there. It's very stressful in there. Yeah, that's right. You I can't don't... move an inch. You get the spilkies. You can't help it. What's that? The spilkies. It's like ants in the pants. You can't wait to get out of there. Yeah. You get... Uh, you get to... Some are getting claustrophobic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ants in the pants. Oh, uh, you got to... Yeah. You want to go pee-pee, and, but they next to the window... You. You, get, you know, and then you go, oh, geez, I don't want to bother the people sitting next to me. It's a big pain in the ass. Yeah, and they, get, they give you the sigh. They give you the huff. Okay, I'll get up. Oh, again? <sighs> How many times? Yeah. I had to get up and walk past that stinky guy. It was not fun. The woman known as Killer Grandma Jim <laughs> is expected to be extradited back here to Florida. She's in Texas. They grabbed her finally before she goes. ends up going back to where the first crime happened in Minnesota. Oh, yeah. 56-year-old Lois Reese. Oh, yeah, shot uh, her husband up that way she did. She did. Oh, the only thing colder than the weather is her heart, I tell you. Who she, that right? right? She's got ice in her veins, Pinkman. She's a 45 right up against his coconut, man, mm-hmm. pulled the trigger. Ow. Holy yeah. Matt, you talk about a mess. That is, that's really getting on the sofa. Uh, anyway, she killed her husband, accused of, at last month in Minnesota, then fled to here to Florida, yeah. where she allegedly killed somebody down in Fort Myers. Yeah, she took her identity. And snatched the identity of some yeah. other lady. Yeah. Killed her. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, so Whoa. she's a real dreamboat, that Black one. widow. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, Tough they're calling lady. her Killer Grandma. They had another like the worst her. name. There was a woman in uh, Florida they put to death. She was referred to as the Black Widow. I think she killed like six husbands or something. Eileen Warnos, is that her? No, 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 no. no. Oh, that she was, was her. That was, was before Warnos. Oh. She was killing Johns. I've got Black husbands. Widow in Florida. Didn't Eileen Warnos have a nickname of some sort? I don't remember. I thought she did. Anyway, uh, there are lots of big corporations in Central Florida that are on a hiring craze. They need a lot of people. And they're not only luring you in with you know, a salary that's halfway decent, but they're offering you what they're calling a hiring bonus. And it's not just for the upper bigwigs. It's even for housekeepers. It's for everybody up and down the line. Wow. Right? 
Bus drivers can get a $500 hiring bonus. Culinary chefs can get a $3,000 hiring bonus. Is it a lump sum payment or they mm. spread it out over the paycheck? Yeah. Otherwise, people would sign up and then two weeks later after they got their bonus, I tail it out that of might here. might be right. Yeah. Come on, people. Mm-hmm. Universal doing the same thing, looking for 3,000 people. Disney, 3,500 3, people. That's a lot of, of uh, people. Employment, yeah. That's, you know, there's, there's a big employment opening for Disney or Universal. Uh, a panhandle architect made his way to national stardom on a show, I don't know if you've ever seen it, called Naked and Afraid. I am aware of it. I don't watch it. He's not a youngster. He's 50 years old. He's from the Panhandle. Uh, He had to last three weeks, 21 days, in the jungles of Nicaragua with no supplies and buck naked. He says it was always his dream to go in the woods. Okay, that's one thing. And survive on his own, that's another thing. But he was bare-ass naked. He trained for the show, he says, for 18 months, including four days in the wilderness during Hurricane Ermine. Jeez. Yeah, he was serious about getting on this show. I don't How did he train? Going the Cypress into- Cove? No. No, no. <laughs> he went into the wilderness in the panhandle during... Naked? Yeah, I guess. Wow. I don't know. He's very bold. He's very mature about this thing. He wants to do it. Well, he sounds very mature. Yeah, he's very hey. mature. I'm going to be on a program where You're I'm naked. naked. And your dingle yes. dangle is out there and whatever. All you need is a, well, in what? this case, nothing. What does he need? Well, you could make a, like a palm frond. Are you allowed to make, make anything to wear? To cover yourself I don't, over? I don't like a palm frond loincloth or over something? Over your business? I don't think so. They give them like a burlap sack to keep like one item that they're allowed to bring with them yeah. in. And they typically use that to cover their wieners. <laughs> <laughs> Wiener. <laughs> Always funny. Sorry. Always funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, Pompeo, Mike Pompeo, there's his first name, just came to my head. He is up to be the next Secretary of State. Correct. But now Democrats are saying, I don't think so. His opinion on gay people, his opinion on Muslim people, his opinion on all, they're not crazy about this guy's long history of being sort of, eh, I don't want to say racist, but racist. <laughs> Does he know uh, foreign policy? Uh, yeah, well, he qualified for the job. So what? You want to put a, a guy like that? In? I don't know. Trump's pick, anyway, is this Mike Pompeo fellow. Uh, he's got a key vote today. He's a West Point graduate. He has a military background. He's got foreign service. policy background. Yeah, you know, been in the CIA. Anybody yeah. better out there? I don't know. I don't know, but this guy, he's got a long history that's not that's sort of ugly. You know, he's got some ugly stuff in his, in, you know. There's some beliefs that we don't share. That's correct. Oh, that's an understatement. That's right. But I don't know if that disqualifies him to be the Secretary of State. I wouldn't really, you know, want somebody representing our foreign policy who has such weird impressions of people who are unlike him. You know, he's got to go to countries that are Muslim. He's got to go to places where there are black people. He's got to go to places where there are, you know, gay people. Like, his opinions are very much skewed to me, very far out there. And and I don't want him representing me as this is what the United States thinks. I, I don't know. That's it makes me very uncomfortable. He's not the queen of the corn festival. I mean, <laughs> he isn't the queen of the corn festival. You know what I mean? He doesn't no. show up wearing a sash and I, uh, with I a top hope. hat like the guy at... Uh, <laughs> You know, not. for a Groundhog no, no. Day. No, no, I hope not. He's the right, same, right. whatever. I know. I mean, uh, I understand. I don't. I I know some of his opinions about uh, gay marriage, really and I've said yeah. some things about, you know, and Muslims and whatever. But mm. yeah, I, I'm not willing gonna, to he, say. Well, he's going to be Secretary of State. I don't know. 
I'll make a bet. You want to make a bet, I Pinkman? don't. Oh, well, do you have it on? Ooh. You bet that Pompeo will be Secretary of State? Yes. You sure you don't have that around? It will be confirmed by the United States Senate. Is there a timeline, or are we just making a definite statement here? It will be confirmed by the end will, of the month. Will be confirmed. That's by next week, you know. Pompeo? Okay, got that, it. Are you taking it? didn't agree yet, I so I retract that. Oh, It'll be confirmed by the middle of next month. I don't accept. All right. Well, I think your safe will be confirmed. I think it will be confirmed good. by the end. All right. Never mind. Oh. <laughs> you could have gotten a dolly at Dingus. What? Just saying. He's probably going to get it. He will be confirmed. Well, that's the bad. You want to bet on that? Will he be confirmed? Period. No, don't believe. put a date. He will be confirmed. He will be rejected by the Senate uh, committee. Foreign relations. Yeah. And but win confirmation by the entire United States Senate. I agree with that. Well, then you can't bet, I guess. Yeah, no bet. Okay, fine. No bet. It's not worth it. Do we have any other ones? Yeah, 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 yeah. You got other ones. John Kelly's supposed to be out by June something. Wasn't there one about Barbara Bush's funeral? Uh, Yeah, Uh, that what's-her-name was going, Rosalind Carter. You owe him a dollar. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Well, that's all right, because I'm going to take off the Missouri governor out by noon last week. Oh, yeah, you never paid for that. You never paid for that, so I'll take this. uh, All right, we're good. Not Melania Trump. What's her name? Rosalind Carter. We're square, bro. I think we're out. Yeah, we're good. Okay, so now let's move on from the betting page, shall we? Uh, The number one movie at the box office this past weekend was this horror movie called A Quiet Place. Ooh, yes. I saw it. You did see it? Mm-hmm. Oh. You like it? I liked it a lot. Yeah. You have to be super quiet. Well, don't spoil it. Well, it says A Quiet Place. That's not it's the very, new. It's, uh, Enough has been written about it. It's pretty creative uh-huh. as far as horror films go. Aliens so, are on the planet. They're chasing people, and uh, they can't see, but they have super, super uh, cute hearing. hearing. Right. Spoiler alert. I'm just bro. saying. It's been written all over the place. Of course. That's a big secret. No. I, I knew nothing about the aliens. Oh, see. Now he's ruining it. Uh, let's see. What's number two? Uh, the Rampage movie. What's that? Uh, with Dwayne Dur- the with Rock the, Johnson. The Dwayne Johnson vehicle, Jim, is expected to make $67 million in about a week and a half. The new Amy Schumer movie, I Feel Pretty, was third. I didn't even know she uh, came out with one. Uh, yeah. Blumhouse's Truth or Dare was fourth. And Ready mm-hmm. Player One rounds out the week's top five, or the weekend's top five. John Oliver, now my regularly, fa- you know, like my re- must-see viewing on Sunday night, is buying these ads, pro-Iranian nuclear deal ads, but he's placing them only on Fox News, and he's only placing them during Hannity because he knows that the president of the United States watches Sean Hannity. So he figures if he wants to talk to the president, he'll take out an ad <laughs> on Sean Hannity on Fox. And what are the chances are that uh, they, won't, uh, they won't run those ads? Oh, I don't know. He's paid for them. I don't know. Uh, you know, there's a big controversy whether well, he's the company has the right to say we're not going to run those ads. He has them as a... Featuring a, a character that's in some legit ads for catheters. Um, it's a guy looking like a, a grizzled old cowboy or whatever. Uh, so he's taken that character, and I think that same actor, or an actor that looks very close to him, and now has done a whole series of ads called Catheter Cowboy. This one's about the Iran deal, the nuclear deal, and he's putting them only on Fox and only on Hannity so he could talk directly to the president. Just saying. Hannity's got more questions to, as it relates to the ho- oh. Department of Housing and Urban development. Seriously. Yeah, because he he had he's had Ben Carson on a show, but uh, failed to 
according to The Guardian, failed to uh, say that he had used HUD-backed mortgages, uh, uh, millions of dollars in mortgages, to buy apartment complexes. As he's touting HUD, he doesn't mention that. As he's touting HUD and touting Carson. He fails to mention, as a matter of fact, I've used HUD through a blind trust to invest in apartment buildings, I believe, in Atlanta. Nice. Come on, bub. Yeah, that's some dance you're doing over there. Harry Potter uh, debuts on Broadway. It's called Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. Cursed Child. Now on Broadway, and it got buffo reviews, Jim. The New York Post said they'd never seen anything quite like it, calling it Broadway magic. New York Times even said this. But I'll tell you something. Hold on to your... You know, if you have to if you have to go to the bathroom, hold it in. Don't have any water for a day because it's five hours. No, I, the Ice Man cometh. It's presented in two I'm parts. Saying. It is five hours. It's two parter. But Denzel, they say it or is limited engagement. By the way, this thing they consider now the gold standard for franchise entertainment. There are no songs in this thing, and ushers hand out buttons to ask them to keep it quiet once they leave, not ruin it for people that are coming there next week. Anyway, that's a big, big deal. Um, directors of the highly anticipated Avengers movie that's coming out in a week or so, I Infinity guess Friday. Infinity War. It's coming out for Infinity, Avengers colon Infinity War, yes. They are sharing a spoiler warning ahead of that movie's world premiere. Oh the latest Marvel film will be shown for the first time tonight in L.A., but it doesn't debut nationwide until Friday. So directors... And the the Russo brothers are the directors. They took to Twitter to share a typed note next to an infinity gauntlet, I guess, that reads, if you truly want to avoid all spoilers until you see the film, we recommend you keep off of social media for the next couple of days and the Internet in general until you have the opportunity to get to the theater. Can we talk about this Swedish DJ who I didn't had no idea existed? Avicii. Yeah, sure. Sheesh. Yeah. She's dead at age I heard 20. about... I mean, he, he's dead at age 28. The music producer. I had no idea. I admitted it on Twitter because it was announced. I responded Friday. to it. Who? Yeah. Question mark. Ooh, he's a- and I just said, I'm sorry. I'm I'm old now. I admit it. I'm going to go out in the front lawn and yell at the kids because I had no clue at all. You would recognize that song. He's got some hits that you would recognize as oh, toe boy. tappers. Here we go. Yeah. The three they have listed in this story. Oh. This was like his number one hit for a while. I've never heard it. Oh, you have. Can you get some volume on that? No, and and yeah, I just didn't want to deafen everybody. No, you're good. Yeah, kind of, sort of. The chorus is what. I mean, I recognize the song. I have no idea about. He's not the one singing. This this young man creates the beat for it. Oh wow! Oh, I see. He's well. Apparently, made millions of dollars. Yeah, he's a big deal. Well, was. Uh, right. Dead now. Um. Too young. They, they die so think fast. That he had some numerous health problems over the years, including pancreatitis caused from excessive drinking. He had his gallbladder taken out. He had his appendix removed. He retired from performing live a couple of years ago yeah. due to his health concerns. But Another he's clue. 28 years old, and uh, police say there was no foul play. So it might have been his body just gave up and gave out. Yeah, we've known a couple of those. Let's oh. get to some birthdays. Ah, got those right here. Happy, happy birthday. It's a two for happy birthday. Let's talk about somebody we just talked about, actually. John Oliver and John Cena. They both have a birthday. They're both the same age. Do you wow. know? John Oliver and John Cena. 49. John Oliver is 45. Uh, 47. 
Fritz, he's four. Those two guys are both forty-one today. Forty-one. Oh, that's oh, it. They look older. Yeah, they do. Fritz, you go sure first. Sure does. Takes a lot out of you. How about, yeah, it does. How about George Lopez? <laughs> George Lopez. George Lopez is, is George? fifty-four. Yeah, I should have told George Lopez to kiss my oh, ass. Oh God, here we go. Oh boy. You know, thank you. See, you know, George Lopez. I mean, you know, he's what? He's at what a soccer game few years back, yeah. along with uh, Cedric the Entertainer. Uh-huh. You know, and I, they're there at a table, and I just, you know, how's it going? I, you know, I like your work. And Cedric the Entertainer was very, well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And he was, and uh, Lopez some, said something, you know, where I can find some pot. It's like, kiss my ass. You know, well, geez. Maybe he thought you were a cool guy. So he thought you would know if anybody. No, he asked. had that, you know, like he had that look on his puss, like I'd rather be anywhere but here. Oh, that isn't. Oh, yeah, gotcha. How old is and George? Cedric the Entertainer went out. He watched part of the game. Lopez is sitting back there. I don't know what the hell he was doing. I see. I'm sorry. What'd you say? How well, old is Jerry George? Seinfeld? Fritz, how old? 53, I think. I said 54, something like 54, that. I don't know. That's something like Lopez? That. 59. 61. Jim, 57. No, uh, Damn, yeah, finally, if any okay. of that is right. Oh, he looks Finally, from, uh, well, as a kid, she was yeah, on. I don't the, know why. The what's, your, you know, what's the problem? You know, I'm just. Yeah, what are you being such a turd yeah. for? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Come let's on, see. senior dickhead. <laughs> one day at a time. <laughs> Not that funny. She was on one day you know, at a time. No, George Carlin. No, she, yeah, that's right. He's no George Carlin. Um, from the show, the sitcom from years ago, One Day at a Time. With Mackenzie Phillips and Bonnie, what's her name? Anyway, Valerie Bertinelli. And then she married one of the Van Halen's. Eddie Van Halen. Yeah, there you go. 52. Uh, she's 55. Double Fif- nickel. Ah, uh, 54? Nope. Fritz, 58. Whatever. Ah, that's the lot. Valerie Bertinelli is 58 years old? Uh-huh. Yeah, she grows up like everybody else, Jim. They grow up so fast. And that's the Lottie <laughs> Dodd. Just call me boy. Bonus round of closest to the pin. We'll open up the lines, wait for them all to ring, uh, and then just pick one at random. That person will either choose Mr. Pinkman or Mr. Fritz to win. If they choose correctly, they get that You Matter business card guaranteeing them good fortune for the rest of their life. Next on Real Radio 104.1. To win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From the. And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Yeah, here we go. Eric's on the line. He will choose either Mr. Pickman or Mr. Fritz to win uh, this round of closest to the pin. Bonus round of closest to the pin. If Eric chooses correctly, he will win that You Matter business card. He will be awarded that card. That will guarantee him good fortune for the rest of his life. That's according to the Gypsy Ladies. If he loses, however, the rules still stand. He will have bad luck for 24 hours. Let's get Eric on the line. Eric, how are you? Good. How are you? All right, Eric, you need to pick uh, either Mr. Pinkman or Mr. Fritz to win this game. Come on, Pinky, let's do it. All right, Eric oh chooses boy, Pinkman. Eric. Now, who goes to the soundproof booth first? I can't remember uh, the rule. Pinky does. All right. No, fake news. He hates getting up first. All right. We'll talk 
about Mr. Pinkman's shopping spree over the weekend oh, to boy. look for throw pillows. Uh-huh. I know. Wow. Was he going to have this bachelor party, Chuck E. Cheese? Whipped. All right, uh, Mr. Fritz, are you ready? I have 10 questions for you. Answer to the best of your ability. Let's do this thing. All right, Mo, you need to count down and keep score as well. I can do All that. All right, here we go. Uh-huh. In, mm. let me see here, three, uh, two, <laughs> what? Fritz, Catherine, the Duchess of Cambridge, and Prince William have welcomed their third child, but what's the population of Cambridge, Massachusetts? Uh, two. 200,000. Harvard University is located in Cambridge. How many undergraduates attend Harvard? Uh, 35,000. Harvard was established in what year? 1891. Television host Conan O'Brien graduated from Harvard. How old is O'Brien? He is 59. O'Brien was a writer and producer for The Simpsons for two seasons. There have been how many episodes of The Simpsons? God. Uh, 312. O.J. Simpson won the Heisman Trophy in what year? 1975. The University of Florida Steve Spurrier won the Heisman Trophy in 1966. Spurrier went on to coach the Gators and won a national football championship in what year? 2002. The Gator Nationals in Gainesville is one of the biggest drag racing events in the nation. It started in what year? Mm, 1996. Speaking of Gainesville, what's the population of Gainesville, Georgia? Gainesville, Georgia. 17,000 souls. Get it within 25, you went out right. If Steve Spurrier was a crow in Gainesville, Florida, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Gainesville, Georgia? 150. Time? Okay. All right. Go four. There we go. Okay. Yeah, Mr. Pinkman. There we go. Oh, there he goes. Okay. Yeah. One of the, I'm not going to change one of the questions, but there's a little bit of. Oh, there's already controversy? Yeah, it's, no, it's not um, controversy. All right. Depends on the answer, I think. All right, Mr. Pinkman, here we go. No dice today, right? No uh, handicap when you play it's against Fritz. It's mano y mano. So I have 10 oh, questions boy. for you. Mo's going to count down and keep score. Uh, oh, <laughs> that's uh, that's correct. In three, two, one. Catherine, the Duchess of Cambridge, and Prince William have welcomed their third child. But what's the population of Cambridge, Massachusetts? 20,000. Harvard University is located in Cambridge. How many undergraduates attend Harvard? 12,000. Harvard was established in what year? 1821. Television host Conan O'Brien graduated from Harvard. How old is O'Brien? He is 48. O'Brien was a writer and producer for The Simpsons for two seasons. There have been how many episodes of The Simpsons? Uh, 1,300. O.J. Simpson won the Heisman Trophy in what year? That was 1979. The University of Florida Steve Spurrier won the Heisman in 1966. Spurrier went on to coach the Gators and won a national football championship in what year? Uh, 1983. The Gator Nationals in Gainesville, one of the biggest drag racing events in the nation. It started in what year? 1978. Speaking of Gainesville, what's the population of Gainesville, Georgia? Uh, 40,000. Get it within 25, you went outright. If Steve Spurrier was a crow in Gainesville, Florida, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Gainesville, Georgia? Um, 47. Time. Oh, boy. Huh? Tough, huh? I don't know. Uh, that was a tough one. All right, let's score this game. What's the population of Cambridge, Massachusetts? Oh, wait. Uh, oh, 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 oh. What's oh, wait, the matter? Oh, oh, I just oh, wanted oh, to oh. make sure what time. What's the matter? I, got, I wanted to it's make sure. <laughs> it's within one second, so I, I wanted to make sure I had the time right. All right, what's the population of Cambridge, Massachusetts? Fritz said. 200,000. Pinkman. 
25,000. Dang it, Fritz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, wait, I'm closer. He's closer. Penguin's <laughs> closer, yeah. Not okay. that much, but closer. Yes. Uh, how many undergraduates attend Harvard? Fritz said. 35,000. Pinkman. 12,000. 6,700. Thank you. <laughs> Take that, Fritz. All right, leave Harvard it. established in what year, Fritz said? 1891. Pinkman. 1821. 1836. Pinkman. Television host Conan O'Brien graduated from Harvard. How old is O'Brien? Fritz said. 59. Pinkman. 48. He's 55. That's, Fritz. that's Fritz is on the board. Yeah. O'Brien, a writer, producer for The Simpsons for two seasons. There have been how many episodes of The Simpsons? Fritz said. 312. Pinkman. 1300. 635. That's Fritz again, yeah. Damn it. O.J. Simpson won the Heisman Trophy in what year? Fritz said. 75. Pinkman. 79. 68. Oh, my goodness. They're tied up. Four to go. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Spurrier. Uh, Steve Spurrier won the Heisman Trophy. 66. Really, I think 67. Right. But uh, Spurrier went on to coach the Gators and win a national football championship on what year, Fritz said? 2002. Pinkman. 83. 1996. That's six. Fritz. Fritz. Well, oh, yes. He takes the lead. Gator Nationals Damn in Gainesville, one of the biggest drag racing events in the nation. It started in what year, Fritz said? 96. Pinkman. 78. 19. 70. Oh, it's oh, tied yeah. again. Back and forth. Speaking of Gainesville, what's the population of Gainesville, Georgia? Fritz said? 17,000. Pinkman. 40,000. 36,000 goes you. to Pinkman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get it within 25, you went outright. Oh, boy. This could all be settled on the crow question. I hope not. If it will, Steve well. Spurrier was a crow in Gainesville, he would have to fly how many miles to reach Gainesville, Georgia? Gainesville, Florida to Gainesville, Georgia. Fritz said. 150 miles. Pinkman said. 47. In fact, Steve Spurrier would have to flap his wings and fly a total of 384 miles. So Fritz gets it. I knew it. it. But now it's tied, and we go to time. Oh, boy. And you don't want us to go to time. What's Who? the time? <laughs> Fritz finished. Is this tainted and unclean? Did you keep? No, I totally kept. Okay. Oh, no, 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 I no, no. I beg your pardon. I'm just asking. I beg your I pardon. I didn't accuse you. I just asked. because you really kinda, the time? Because you kind of went, what? Okay, I had if to do the math in my head. from the time that I have on the clock over here that I kept myself, you're in big trouble, lady. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Well... I have that you took one minute, 20 seconds. For Pinkman, Pinkman, 120 for Pinkman. And Fritz? Fritz. Finished in 119. One second shorter. If I may. Oh, here we go. The clock that I ran that I started and stopped at the beginning and end of the game says 117. Well, I'm sorry. Mine said 116. Liar. I'm sorry, that's what I have. You said 116 you for Pinkman or 116 for you? 116 for me. That is fake news. That is not fake news. I'm for sorry, Mr. Bro. Pinkman. I have the start sorry, and the stop Eric. times. I have the start and the stop times. You chose incorrectly, Eric. Bad luck for you for 24 hours. Sorry. Thanks for playing that bonus round of closest to the pin. Oh, boy. Sorry, bud. There we go. This isn't right. Horseshoes, <laughs> hand grenades, and... Closest to the pin. Yeah, I'm going to have to recheck that distance between Gainesville, Florida, and Gainesville, Georgia. That seems like a... Yes, oh. it's many hours from Gainesville to the border. It's a couple hours to get is out of the, the state. Yeah, it is. So that's, let's say it's two hours. That's 120. Yeah, I'm going to have to recheck that. I don't know. Um, what do you say for the distance, Pinkman? <laughs> he said 47, like it's right around the block. Uh, but uh, it's not even Fritz, 47 out of the state. No, yeah, that's exactly right. Well, Fritz said 150. Again, I think he Check under- the distance between Gainesville, Florida, and Gainesville, Georgia. 
There's a I thought Gainesville wasn't too far out. Maybe I'm thinking of Macon. It is 384 miles You're apart. All right. You're good. good. Go. All good. Congratulations, Fritz. Let me take a little break. No uh, Jack's audio file. He's on vacation. He'll be off for the rest of the week. It's the Phillips file on Real Radio 104.1. You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 5 today. Jack is on vacation. I'll be back with us uh, next week, so we'll go over some of the things in uh, the list of things you guys are up to mm-hmm. over the weekend, including the fact that Mr. Pinkman went to Ikea. Oh, yeah, local. <clears throat> looking for uh, anything in particular? Is that where you were looking for throw pillows? Um, That's right. A certain person that I am engaged to was looking for throw pillows. Your betrothed. His intended. intended. <laughs> Yep. So would he say, hey, what do you want to do today? And she said, well, we're going to Ikea to look for throw pillows. No, I bet she made it sound more fun than that. Let's go to and Ikea you, and look for a throw pillow. Yeah, that's, and you're going to say, well, that sounds like a lot of fun, so have fun at Ikea while you look for, for throw pillows because uh, I'm going to go play some Frisbee golf or go to shoot straight and shoot at some targets or <laughs> some something. Macho but I'm not looking for throw pillows. The, the, those both sound like really fun options, but I, I like to be a nice guy. So he went along to Ikea. you got to stand up now. If you don't stand up now, you're never going to stand up. I'm not saying you have to you know, give your betrothed, your wife, your spouse, your partner a hard time. I mean, the man alive, you gotta, you got to be able to say, I'm not doing that. I'm, I'm not, Maybe he I'm likes not, shopping I'm for not doing that. Yeah, throw pillows. Yeah. Nobody likes shopping for throw pillows. But going well, to Ikea is always that. fun. That's not true. Going to Ikea is always a good time. It can be fun, but... I also had a moment where we walked in and I saw the checkout line initially, yes. and I was like, "Oh no! Oh, we're in trouble now!" Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's gonna be two hours. Did we post the video of the robots putting together oh, yeah. that IKEA piece? Yes, sir. That's the way to do it. It's on the Phillips File blog at RealRadio.fm. As a matter of fact, if I were in charge of IKEA, mm, here's what I would do. Uh-huh. I'd say for an for a little for a little bit more, you just go down here, take a left on your way out, and for a certain price. We'll have the robots put this damn thing together for you. So you don't have to worry about it, all right? You don't have to get frustrated, get a migraine headache, start yelling, screaming, and swearing. Because, number one, you can't put this thing together. You can't follow directions. You have two screws left over. Right. So <laughs> all you do, would you, True. as a matter of fact, it will unpack it, wow. put it together, and all you have to do is, we have a machine that will put it in your car for you. Boy, that's good service right that there. Watch these two robots. That would be ideal, especially if they could figure out how to fit bulky furniture into your car without damaging it. Didn't you one... ding stuff when you moved? I ding stuff all the time. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> I don't even have to move it for it to be dinged. I'll walk into it and something will oh, get dinged. Oh, goodness. Fritz wrote. Yes. And I, I read it incorrectly. But he said, I worked Earth Day birthday, 25, from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. A friend worked as a licensed massage therapist in the VIP areas. 
Oh. Her hired employee is a huge Seether fan. So I took her to the backstage area where she met the band, posed for a photo, and watched from the vulture's nest on stage while they played, period. Do you know any of No that? RV fires this year. And I'm thinking, that's a strange name for a song. No fire, no RV fires this year. <laughs> it was a big hit. <laughs> that would be a great band. RV fire. Because it's just... Yeah, and watch for the vultures' nest on stage while they played. No RV fires while this year. While they played, no oh, RV God, fires this year. God, man, strange names for music now. That's a toe tapper, Jim. <laughs> it's a rambling thought too. Also, no, no fires, fires this, this year. year. No fires this year in the West. A big hit, big hit for vulture, vulture yeah. on stage with the uh, the oh. big hit. No fire, RV fires this year. No fires this year. All right, let's see what else is going on here. An iPhone. I care about that. Oh, you put together a new grill too. Oh yeah, bro. Oh yeah, very domestic stuff this weekend for you. My God. Yeah, but grills are manly things. Have That's you true. found a uh, a venue for your wedding? Maybe. <sighs> no. Oh boy. We're still so, looking. We're close. We're weighing out pricing options at the yeah, moment. You got to do that. Sure. You got to do some negotiating. Have you cut down on the guest list? Yeah, that's my favorite part. Who don't I like that much? Hey. And what happens? I mean, do you get, is it even Steven? No. Let's say, all right, let's agree. You're talking with your betrothed, as we say, your fiance. Intended. Say, I think we could get 100 people to this wedding. You get 50, I get 50? Nope. Doesn't work that way? No, sir. Why not? Because it doesn't. Why not? Bride's family usually does primary pay for the wedding, primarily pays for the wedding. Yeah. Correct. And, and you know, if they're paying 75 for percent of that wedding they're getting 75 percent of those chairs of those invites and the groom gets 25 you know it's not directly connected to your dollar but it is sort of you know you give the groom an x amount but they never give the groom half i don't know why it just seems like that's true well our our guest list is mostly like friends and and people we know other than yeah mutual friends other than family members right and she's got a small family and i have a relatively small family except for some cousins that i'm inviting so it's pretty equal are those the ones you don't want to come it's not that i don't want them to come it's just that i don't see them very often Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah right the cousins why are you gonna and they live like multiple states away, so it's like, why are you? Why am I going to make them go out of their way to go to their cousin's wedding? Well, don't who they think barely that know. they wouldn't just put, walk oh, no. over hot coals to go to their cousin Pinkman's wedding. Okay, Mo's meditating now. <laughs> I'm meditating. Yeah, your, I'm uh, what type of meditation? You have a type. Uh, I'm. I'm not sure what you mean. A type. It could be right. Zen. It could be uh, TM. It could be sure. mindfulness. It could be zazen. Could be, um, I don't know all the details of it. Be I, heart rhythm. Um, I just know that it is a Kundalini meditation. I don't know any of those words. What, what those words mean? But um, I do know that I am trying to do it three times a week, or if not more. Yeah. Um, and it could be anywhere from ten to thirty minutes. Right. And I'm not repeating a mantra, so it doesn't sound like it's a TM kind of uh, arrangement. But it is a, in a way, it's mindful. It's it's a way of calming your brain waves. And and sort of getting you know just sort of de-stressing your head. Yeah, so it's uh, more mindfulness meditation, which a lot of people engage in. I would say it's true, as opposed to you know TM. Right. There's no. uh, I I always thought it would be difficult to you know go into meditation or go into hypnosis or do any of that stuff because my mind's always thinking, moving. Everybody's you know there's a lot of chit chat going on. I didn't think I could relax my own voices in my head enough to do it. But damn it, if I'm doing it and it's so 
great, and it's so helpful. Oh, you're riding that pink cloud now. I am. Oh, yeah. yeah. I did it today. Today was a 10-minute journey. It was very, very nice. Ooh, where'd you journey to? Never you mind. You want to get in, you want to get into yeah. the whole idea Jeez. about uh, meditation is you want to get in between you want to get a gap you want to get in between thinking in the future and thinking in the past. Almost all of our thinking is either we're thinking about something that we've done yes. or something that we're thinking about doing. Yeah, it's yeah. either in the future or in the past and what you want to do is get that gap right in the middle so you're in the moment. What I do or have done from time to time if you've done TM and mindfulness and whatever, you think if you can visualize a pendulum swinging back and forth, like in a clock, it just yeah, swings back and forth uh-huh. and back and forth. And what you're trying to visualize is to get that pendulum to stop right at the bottom where it stops moving. Because it goes back into the past, back into the future, back into the past, back into the future, and try to visualize that pendulum where you slow it down to the point where it's not going into the past, it's not going into the future, it just stops. It's one way. Plenty of other ways as well. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway. Well, good for you. Surprising, but really seems to, you know, again, I I thought it was a little bit, I don't know, um, tie-dye a little bit too much for me. You know, like I thought it was just something that I would never be able to manage. mumbo-jumbo. It was a little bit of woo-woo, and I didn't think I would really like it, but it's great. Uh, Alan Watts, a guy by the name of Alan Watts, he's dead now, but he's uh, credited with uh, bringing a lot of Eastern philosophy and thought and meditation to the modern Western world. And he uh, was always questioned about the best way to meditate, and he just said, just sit. And breathe. Just sit. Yeah, I can see that. Just, you know, just, just, just sit and be quiet. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Check out the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A technology expert says sex with robots is a very real thing and it will be here sooner than later. Whether or not it's cheating is a different story. I can say this with absolutely no hyperbole. Sex with Big Daddy is never cheating. Delta charged a Colorado woman a hefty fine for bringing her airline-issued snack through customs. It was a packaged apple but since she didn't declare it she was charged $500. For the record, Customs is super strict about anything so this isn't surprising. A Greyhound bus heading to New York City had a hell of a wrong turn. Leaving from Cleveland more than three hours behind schedule, the bus traveled 114 miles the wrong direction and ended up in Toledo. Nothing scares Big Daddy more than Toledo. Headlines were brought to you by Filutowski Cataract and LASIK Institute. Go to myvisionfreedom.com. And transmission. Orlando City travels to Commerce City to battle it out with the Colorado Rapids this Sunday. Coverage begins at 3.30 p.m. on Real Radio 104.1 and iHeartRadio. From... Uh, there's a line of rain all the way from Jacksonville, pretty much uninterrupted down the East Coast into South Miami. So just be aware that bad weather is beginning to move into Central Florida. It's really uh, raining a lot from St. Augustine down to what appears to be uh, Titusville. So keep that in mind as you are driving about. Speaking of driving, Mo's got a great story. 
with uh, no names of any places. No but... names. I just sent her a note. No names. No. Yeah. Got to be torqued. My... Oh, he's beginning to look like who? A little bit like Seth Rogen. Yes. Oh, I saw Seth he? Rogen interviewed today, especially with the glasses on. I did. No, <laughs> Seth Rogen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. James Franco is my best friend. <laughs> if his hair was a little curlier, but yeah, you're right. It's it totally does. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He There's needs definitely... to add some weight. Who? I Pinky? just lost yeah. the weight. I don't want to put it back. On. <laughs> uh, so anyway, what happened? My girlfriend plans a trip. She and her husband go. Listen and to this. They take their car down to the airport and leave it at one of these places. Okay. That will shuttle you to the airport. Now, some of the places you pull in their parking spot, you take actually, you know, you take your luggage out, you lock up your car, hop in their van, and they take it to the airport. But there's some other places that are, you know, maybe rental car in nature. I don't know what, but you leave your keys with them. You get your car there again, taking out your luggage. They take it to the airport, but you leave your keys at the counter. So that they can move your car if they have to and park it in the back and whatever for the time that you're away. My girlfriend gets back after a overnight, what is that called? Red eye flight. And so it's 7, 8 a.m. She was gone how long? She was probably gone a week. Okay. And she gets, takes the, 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 min, the shuttle bus mm-hmm. back to the place. They pick her up, no problem. Gets her luggage, no problem. Gets back to the rental car joint where she's left her car now for seven days. And they say to her, I'm sorry, Mrs. So-and-so, we can't find your keys. What? Yeah. Oh, boy. What do you mean you can't find my keys? We agree I left my car here a week ago. We agree I left you my keys. I know exactly what happened, but continue the story. Where are my keys? So, well, they said, well, the manager's not here and nobody's to help you and whatever. And she said, well, what am I supposed to do? And so she ends up taking an Uber all the way from the airport up to Longwood. Okay, fine. She said, well, if you find my keys, you know, will you call me? Yes. Will you drive me my car? No, you'll have to come back. She said, I don't have a car to come back. They said, well, take another Uber. All right. So now she has to rent a car. She has taken one, maybe two Ubers. Mm -hmm. And she has to replace that key fob thing. Mm -hmm. Even though it's a 10, you know, eight or 10 year old car. That's a lot of money. That's 250 bucks. So now she's into these rent this place for, I would say, $500 when it's all said and done. Right. And they have no sense of responsibility or replacing her stuff or her, her out, you know, expenditures. Number one, I think I have a pretty good idea what, do you what happened. What happened to her keys? I think somebody uh, used her car. And they kept the uh, the fob, the ignition fob, yeah, the, uh, put it in their pocket, forgetting to put it back in the place that took it from. Yes. And they used her car while she was gone. I think it happens. I think it happens more often than oh you would think. Oh my god! Yeah, we heard those stories. Not my. I have great dry cleaners, but we've heard those stories where dry cleaners they, they they'll, wear, they'll wear somebody's. Yeah. They wear mm-hmm. somebody's clothing. You know, for the weekend. We had that uh, that uh, place over at the port a few years ago. I think Channel Nine it was did an the expose. Big expose. Yes, that's right. They had actual videotape. The guy taking cars that were parked there, where people were going on cruises and driving around the beach. Because he knew they'd be gone for seven days, and some great convertible. Somebody yeah, leaves a Corvette, luxury car. Yeah, Corvette. He's driving yeah. some guy's Corvette all around the and beach, tearing it up. Well, in this case, this isn't like the hotsy totsiest car. Doesn't you know, matter. She said it's, it's wheels. An older, it's an older model, premium brand car. You know, whatever. It's a nice car. But sure, you. don't you know that? And and. The, the guy who is standing behind the counter, he's like, I don't know where it is. Well, we'll talk to Stephen Kramer, attorney at law, when he comes at Who's responsible at for that? Well, I think, well, certainly they're responsible. Yeah, of course. So do you take it to small claims court? Because I forget what small claims court is all about. Isn't there a cutoff of finances? I don't know. Maybe. Mm. But, yeah, you got to go before Judge Judy or one of those types. I think you're right. Like, and even then, there's money. no guarantee they're going to pay up. I had it. 
Well, so they said to her, their advice originally was, well, go home and get your other set of keys. She's like, I don't have another. I have one key and you lost it. This is not this, this is, is not a, negotiable. A, no, this is your this is your problem. You nope. need to fix this problem. Don't put it back on me. You lost my keys. Or get get, get some money out of the till, you know. So I because I'm not I'll pay I'll pay for a taxi. You're paying some somewhere along the line. Yeah, you're paying right. And I can't start my car without a key. You have to have the brand. <laughs> let's say it's uh, a let's say it's a what do you what do you drive a, a Ford? Let's say you have to call the Ford dealer or my case the Honda place and get them to make a key for this car. And that's not cheap. That's $250. And the Uber I took home and the Uber I took back. And, and I have to rent a car so I'm not stranded at my home now. You have to pay for all of that. You lost my keys. Oh, you got to get the manager on the phone right now. I'm not going anywhere until the manager's. You, you, yeah. You, oh, he's not here. Up. It's Sunday. I'm sorry. He's not well, you have his telephone number? Call him. Uh, well, uh, ma'am, we can't do that. We're really busy now. Well, I don't know. You're what busy. Doing. Yeah. They're they really want... going to be busy pretty soon. <laughs> what does that mean? You got I don't know. Punch him in the nose. What does that mean, ma'am? What does that mean? <laughs> so anyway, she's stuck. No car. No key to start the car if she had you know, access to the car. And nobody She's seems... into this for about $500 At right least. now. So far. And depends on how long till she gets her car back. She's renting a car. I so bet you. I'll bet you. I'll bet you a, a dollar yeah. to donuts. That if she had an odometer reading when she left that car, right. there might be another 50 miles on it when she looked at it again. Ooh, like oh, if Ferris not more. Bueller. If not more. Correct. Drove it to Miami, brought they some drugs back up. They might have gone to Boca They might have gone all the way then down she's to she's got Boca. the cocaine stink in her car. They pull <laughs> her over for a broken tail light. They got Rex the drug-sniffing dog along, and all of a sudden he's wagging his tail and pissing on the wheel. Well, we're going to take you away. All right, so what's the advice here? A, when you drop your car, take an odometer reading, mm-hmm. right? If you're right, so you know if they've driven your car and make sure they know I've taken a picture of my car, odometer reading. I'm leaving you the keys, but I just want you to know I'm taking a picture here. And secondly, always have a backup set, I guess. You should always have a backup set of keys. I don't have, I have one key to my car. Well, what if you're walking to your car and all of a sudden it drops down into one of those grates in the parking lot into that pool of yash water? I don't know. I'd be stuck. I would have to have a key made. Yeah. Or I'd have to go fish it out with a, you know, a piece of chewing gum or something. I don't know. It's in the water. <laughs> it's in it's in stink water. So it means it doesn't work because it's got a chip in no, it, right? No, it's in there. You're not going to find it. It's just, you know. It's also not even worth it at that point. It's worth it's 250 so bucks to me to fish it out with chewing gum. Oh, you got to be fishing around forever. You, you, there's no matter of stuff that you'll pull up. I, I think you're right. Condoms and... Somebody's yeah. old French fries and whatnot. You're like fishing in Manila Bay. I mean, ah. you're just going to get all manner stuff going I don't know what's up. in there. I'm just telling you that when she came to, you know, I, I saw her last night and she was over the moon, like agitated. I would be too. I said, what's wrong? And then she told everybody the story and I thought, oh my God. And they don't want to take any responsibility. Yeah, it's hard getting good help nowadays. You know, these. That pimply faced kid behind the counter. Like, or, you know, what do you want me to do? Because yeah. they're going, I don't know what to do. I, have, I, I have no idea. That's exactly what they said. I don't know what to do. Well, she's like, you had my keys and now I can't get into my car. I don't know what to do. I, you know. Okay, I, what I would you do. like me to do then? I, I don't know. Do you want me to sleep here? I'm just a pimply faced kid behind the counter. I don't know what to okay. do. Do you I want can't me get to get a hold of the boss? I'm going to sleep here then. And I'm going to tell everybody who walks in, they lost my keys here. They lost my keys. Yeah, have you got a station wagon so I could just lay down on the back or maybe a pickup right, truck? Because right, yeah, I'm a, sleeping here. A minivan. I'm going to sleep here. And you will not be happy. I mean, what do you want me to do? Jack had stuff taken out of his car at one of these park and fly type places. I've never parked at one of those. I just I just don't like the but idea. But park and fly, there's one of them. There's several of them on that strip there. You take your own keys. So if you right. leave your, you know. 
that's then you know you're safe. Well, then it, I think it was someone else had like gotten into his car just running through the lot or something. But. Uh, there, there are a bunch of places that you keep your keys. That seems a little safer. There are a bunch of places, and I think they also rent cars. Oh, that was the other thing. She said, well, this is a rental place. She said, give me a car. Let me rent a car from you. They said, we don't have any cars. <laughs> uh, what, what do you mean? I'm sorry. This is a rental car place, right? They said, nope, we don't have any cars. Yeah, we're all out. We're out of cars. Sorry. You look out the window, there's cars. As a matter of fact, we rented your car last week <laughs> when you were gone. That's what I think happened. They don't have any cars here? I bet they Well, how old is this car? Maybe eight. It's eight years old? Yeah. I just came into town and I got here my rental car. What the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. Usually you get a nice new car when you rent a car. But in this place... I'm renting an eight-year-old car. An eight-year-old fancy I'm car. I'm paying this... Yeah. My... yeah. Uh-huh. Hi, I'd like... A... I'd like to lower the rate to about three $3.95 a no, day. But I'm getting... Let's say you're getting an eight-year-old BMW or you get a brand new Vega. I know they don't make Vegas, but you know what I'm saying. So would you rather take the eight-year-old BMW or would you rather take the brand new Vega? Brand new yeah. Vega. No. A fancy car. So anyway... Oh, I'm not saying she drives up. She doesn't drive a BMW. Oh, you got much, that but... eight-year-old car. You got the, you know, you got every, you got a French fry, you know, sitting under the uh, seat, and yeah, what else? It's Potato chip be. crumbs, of course. A straw. I don't know. Yeah, or the straw paper. Right. You know, leaves from when you get in and out. It's like, ugh. No. Yeah, you got all banner stuff in there. You know, maybe a softball. You know, <laughs> from just a... to have that. No, but I'm telling you, they take no. That she said. Well, when will the manager be here? Because the manager's not there, and oh, they won't, won't call him. I, well, I don't know. Maybe tomorrow. She said, well, will you bring me my car? They said, no. You'll have to take an Uber back to us at the airport from Longwood. And or there's whatever. no guarantee yeah. that you're going to be able to drive your car when you come back. Right. Unless you have a key that's made. So let us know when you have the key made for 250 <laughs> bucks. That's not right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So she All said, right. uh-uh. Here's Eddie. Eddie, you're on Real Radio. Go ahead. Oh, boy. Hey, this is Mark. Jim, how are you going? Hey. Hey, hey, does listen, it say so, Eddie? I don't know. No, because Mark. I thought he said Eddie. <laughs> His name right. is Mark. It's not like Freddie, <laughs> and you put Eddie <laughs> up there. The guy's Eddie. name is Mark, and or you put Teddy. Eddie up on the... <laughs> what the happened? Sorry, Mark. No, We're sorry. sorry. Go ahead, Mark. Oh, boy. No, but listen, so what I, I had that, you know, I, I had that fear before, so what I did, they have an app that yeah. you put on your phone. It's a GPS tracker that you leave in your car. Anytime I go on, because I go on a cruise every year. Yeah. yeah. I go out of town in Chicago all the time. And if that car moves... It lets me know that my car has been moved. Oh, really? All right. So yeah. if, if you pull up to one of those cruise parking places, right? You know, and right. they drive you, they shuttle you over to the cruise place, the port, and then you Correct. get on your cruise. A week later, you come. Now, you're over, you know, you're in the islands, and they have to move your car to get somebody else's car out. And they might. You're telling me yeah. that your, your phone will ding, and it'll say, we moved your car, Mark. And it'll tell you what we moved it a quarter of a mile. What do you do? Call them. You know if my if my if my car had been moved, it lets me know how long it's been moved for, oh. where it was moved to, and back. Ah, okay, that's great. So all of a sudden, I mean, if your car's in the lot and then you find it in Vero Beach, yeah. you know, you got a problem. Yeah. But you know, they move it a couple, you know, a hundred feet or something to make room for other cars. We understand. Yeah, that's fine. But my right. car can be in Miami, and I, I got on in Cape Canaveral. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right, Mark. Yeah, thanks. I hear you. That's a. Good, I didn't know there was. A, there's a nap for everything. Good I story, guess. Eddie. How the hell is... They don't, they don't care. I, it, I, I, their complete lack of responsibility was, for me, the most shocking. Like, oh, sorry. What, what do you mean, sorry? Sorry, I don't know what to do. They're paying me minimum wage. All I, you know, I don't I have don't my know keys. Do we I agree? I, have, I, I left you my keys? Yes, I don't have a clue. Yes, ma'am. I guess you did. Them. I wasn't here at the time. Mm, yeah. So You're going to have to talk to the manager. He'll be here next week sometime. <laughs> He's on the cruise with your car. I don't know where he went, but nobody seems to want to make good on this.
Here is uh, Robert, I think, <laughs> on Real Radio. Go ahead, Robert. <laughs> Could be Teddy. How are you guys? Okay. Good. What's going on? I love you guys. Uh, just a quick tip. Uh, your suggestion about taking a picture of the miles is great, but make sure that when you take a picture, you also timestamp it ah. because they can dispute the picture. And then in regards to the fob key, most fob keys separate so you can give your valet the fob portion, and you'll have the actual key that separates so you can unlock oh. and still use your car. Yeah, I think that it. might be newer technology than she's even got. You know, yes, my uh, car. We, we had, my my no? wife and I had a 2010, and it, and it happened on there. All right. Oh, okay. really? All right. Well, that's I'll good find advice. Out. All right, everybody, I, settle I, down a little bit. We're going to get this solved. Oh, look. Yeah, we're going to sue them. It's <laughs> this is my only key. That's it. They didn't give you like a you don't have a backup. Key? I don't. You don't have another key. Nope, that's it. There's one in your glove compartment. No, no, I got nothing. Nope. And you know, I knew that when I bought it, and that there was, should always be a spare key. I could have one made, but on my dime, I'm not like. Well, fine. what happened to the spare key? I don't know. I bought my car used. It's in the console. It's down in there no, somewhere. No, no, no. You hey, haven't looked. Some, no, I've looked. <laughs> I've looked. And you know who has looked. And everybody's looked. And no. But I bought the car. They said, oh, there's a bit of a pro-. You know, my car had 38 miles on it, right? Well, you lose Ooh. things. No, there's a bit of a problem. I you said, said they ripped it off at that store where they got your, your oh, phone. Oh, <laughs> where they took my phone out of my back pants? No. They, they said, oh, the only problem is. You know, some cars, oh, we don't have the manual. I'm sorry. You know, it's a used car. We don't have the manual. I said, that's okay. But in my case, they had the manual, but they didn't have a second key. Whoever sold it to them didn't, you know, whatever. They didn't have a second key, which is fine. But I guess as a backup, I ought to go to the Honda joint and get a second key made. Do you have an actual key or is it one of the remotes that you have to push into the dash? I don't don't even have to put it in as long as it's Oh, yeah, those are expensive. To you get really should ones. get another one because you never know if the shot doctor sits on it and breaks aye, it. Aye, you know. What are you going to do? I was leaving Classic. work Friday, I, and it was super sunny out, and I said to Pinkman, he puts on his stops. Uh, he stops. He's carrying stuff for me. And he says, hold on, i got to stop and put on my sunglasses. I said, I would like to do that, but shot doctor sat on mine. <laughs> my husband tried to put them back together. George is so mad about oh, glasses. <laughs> and, and Pinkman is such a provocateur. He, first, he brings up the fact about wheat bread. And gets him all agitated about wheat bread and a public sub. And then not an hour later, he tells him, oh, you know, uh, he says, oh, I'm sorry you don't have glasses. I guess that's because Shot Doctor sat on him. And I'm like, what are you doing to me here? I didn't say it like that. It was something snarky. I asked him if he had managed to fix your sunglasses. That's right. I told him that my husband tried desperately to fix them, but they were literally snapped on one side. That wouldn't look good. No. I I was like... Have some white adhesive tape together. (laughs) They're all crooked. You know, glasses that get that way. Anybody's wearing eyeglasses sooner or later. The stems get crooked, so they sit on your... Your face. They're a little bit tilted. I have like this, you mean? Yeah. Here, here, my sunglasses. Look. No. (laughs) No. uh Uh-uh. Take a little break. Wanzi and Doug with Monday Movie Review. We believe right around the corner on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From It's time once again for the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Michael and Douglas are here once again from Monday Movie Review. Hello, gentlemen. Hello, James. Hello. Is oh, it raining out there? It, it was pouring, but it stopped just in time for us to walk in. Oh, okay. to a All slight right. drizzle. How are you guys doing? Real good. Yeah. I had a great weekend. Did you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Me too. Heard some Anything good reviews of, uh, good? of your play. 
Oh, it's yeah. going well. It's so so lot. Every performance sold out performance. Added a show. We just added one for this. Oh, Saturday. did you really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very good. Excellent. Yeah, we're excited. It's funny. Pinkman saw it. David Boffo reviews. Yeah, yeah. I heard. I didn't say to tell us that that evening, but oh, I, well, Dirty Jim was there and he was intimidating me, so I had to leave. How was he intimidating you? He said, "If you don't get out of here in two seconds, I'm gonna punch you." I see. <laughs> it doesn't sound yeah, like something. Yeah, doesn't, cool, it doesn't right? really doesn't sound mm -hmm. like him. No, not at all. He's mm. a peaceful uh, sort. He was yeah. in rare form that sure. evening. Oh sir. boy! All right, okay, get a fine. few belts in him, I guess. Yeah, you know people change sometimes. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know they get. Mm -hmm. I see it all the time, especially too. those gin drinkers. I went the worst. To a, oh, I huh? went to a four twenty party on Friday. Did you? I was started at four twenty in the afternoon and went till four twenty in the morning. Good God! Oh, for yeah. Pete's sake, that's a long party. But I left. I Ubered home at about one. Aren't you good? So you were only there for nine eight, hours, eight, eight nine and a half hours. hours. Yes. Yeah, and it was it was a a, buff, um, a buffet of baked goods. Oh, I know. Oh, the one I went to had drinks a, a as well, or just baked goods, marijuana pills, and yeah, edibles too. Yeah, but. It was it was chocolate chip cookies and brownies and um and and like five foot tall bongs everywhere. Top of the quaaludes. Yeah. It, no, no, everyone was pretty <laughs> that's much. Four twenty. They is were all there weed, for four twenty, right? and that's what they. Yeah, you never know. People stuck like a little... to, but I'm not. I'm, I, that I can't, awful I'm not good with edibles usually. I could. What go, does that mean? I can go into a K hole on an edible, but um. That woman from Winter Park stopped the quaaludes. What was her name? Oh yeah, Paula Hawkins. Paula Hawkins, the one who oh. the lamp fell on her head. Yeah. yeah. She was really injured on the channel. Yeah. 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 yeah, she yeah. really yeah. got bombed. Yeah, poor yeah. thing. Yeah, I remember that. She was a former U.S. senator. I don't know if she was a senator at the time or member of the Public Service Commission, but she was over at one of the local television mm -hmm. stations. Yeah, yeah. yeah. lamp yeah. lamp fell on her. One of those television yeah. lamps that yeah. so was up on the grid and yeah. conked her. Yeah, yeah. never yeah. the same. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Anyway, you guys get to the movies. <laughs> we did. What'd you see, Jim? We saw I Feel Pretty. I Feel Pretty. Mm. And this I, is with I Amy Schumer. Another film. Okay. You did? Well, let's talk about I Feel Pretty first. <laughs> I Feel Pretty is uh, the new Amy Schumer vehicle, as you said. It made about $16 million this weekend. and It's, it's not a, a bad opening. No, it's not. At it was all. a body yeah, shaming movie? It is, kind of. Kind of. It's <laughs> about body shaming. Well, it's, yeah, no, it's she feels bad about herself. It's to get you yes. over body shaming, <clears throat> is the message. Yeah. She feels bad about herself and her self image, and then she conks her head and. Believes that believes her body that has changed, beautiful. and so she behaves differently, and things change for her. And then she hits her head again, and she thinks, "Oh my God, I'm back to being ugly me again." Well, she was never any different to begin with; it's right. just her confidence had changed. And yeah. you know, it's one of those Barbie doll messages for the girls. Oh, you or two, for an anybody you who has two a bad self-image, airline stewardess. You know. Oh no. Yeah, well, I think a, a lot of people, men and women, have bad self-image. That's oh, yeah. just not sure just a, about that. a girly thing. <laughs> what's, what's that again? <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Oh, you don't, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I guess I'm there all by myself. No, please, you're not, <laughs> Lord. Yeah. Let's see. It was sweet. There was some uh, laugh-out-loud moments, mm -hmm. too. Not a lot, but yeah, it was a little uh, in your face. She's yet yeah. to have a gigantic hit or a big hit, has she? A big one. No. It's always just, no. okay. Trainwreck. It's an Amy Schumer movie. Trainwreck was funny. Trainwreck, Trainwreck was, was funny. Did well and was yeah. very funny. That, what was oh. the one that she was in with Goldie oh, Hawn that came snatch. out a few months that ago? Awful. Oh, that was not. Were they, were, were they mother and daughter? The mother and yeah. daughter and they're yeah. running kidnapped. for the kidnappers. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. bad. That was not good. 
but uh, this was this was okay. It was kind of funny, it was catchy and, and funny. And, and anybody else? And in actually, it? her uh, although it was very maudlin at point in times, she actually I thought proves herself to be uh, a, quite a competent actress aside yeah. from the funny in this. Yeah. Um, and the, I love the I don't know who the guy was who played her love interest. Perfectly cast, but he was perfect. Just what made him perfect because he was just charming and. Yeah, and he wasn't classically handsome. He kind of had a big nose, even. But he was—he was—he—he he also had some confidence issues. But he was—he—he's yeah. very warm. Well, a man, you can get away with a bigger was, nose, you know, than if you're a woman. It seems he goes to he, for instead of working out at the gym where he doesn't want to be. Think? Get, oh, yes, yes, of course, a man of with a big course. nose gets gets a pass more than a woman with of a course. big nose. Yes. Look, look at Owen Wilson. He's a huge hit. Oh, and he's—I can't even picture his nose. Wow. It's just yeah. Jimmy oh, wow. Durante, Carl Malden. Hello. Mm. But no one yeah. ever said they were classically handsome. But it didn't keep them from Being a big doing star. what they wanted right, to do. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Damn nose. But um, <laughs> I, I don't like a honker, like a fat nose, but a, a long nose. Oh, I like a big God. nose. Like a Roman nose. Yeah, like exactly. a big nose. Yeah. Like a Charles yeah. de Gaulle nose. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. Crab. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> looks, like a, looks like a hatchet. <laughs> yeah. So damn big. Yeah. Yeah. A good Native American Indian nose, you know. Yeah, what what the kind you see. Yeah. It's a Gaelic, uh, and it's a like Roman, Roman. It's a Roman yeah. nose. Well, it's a Roman. big. Yeah, that's kind of straight. Yeah. But anyway, oh, I, I'm sorry. There you go. But, so um, I feel pretty. So uh, Douglas, what do you think about this movie? I liked it. It was sweet and uh, a little mm-hmm. in your face and a little girly, but I'm happy. I thought you were. I thought you would. You might have thought it was too cheesy, but it was it was it was just the right amount of cheese for what they were doing. And Michelle Williams, it. Michelle it was Williams was, was good. You saw she two. was, yeah, I did. Oh. I saw yeah. two movies. Bo- oh, oh two? where have you been? No, yeah. I, I wrote once he saw something else. No, he saw this movie oh, and he and saw something, something else. I see. Sorry. And Jim Lauren <laughs> Hutton was in this movie. You remember her? Really, the one with the gap. Uh-huh. Yeah, allowing, grew up in Miami, allowing she herself did. to not look so pretty. Oh. But I don't think she can help that much. Yeah. These days, <laughs> yeah. How old is she now? In her seventies? Got to oh, be. Oh golly, late. Uh huh. What does she play? Former model. Yes. The, yeah. Actually, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the founder of a cosmetics company, who's now in its third generation. Yeah. Yeah. And Michelle Williams just basically plays Gwyneth Paltrow. Yes. Well, <laughs> she was good actually too. Vapid and yeah. Anyway, yeah. so how many pink triangles for? I feel pretty with Amy Schumer. Nice just solid, a solid three. three. Three, oh. okay. Yes. Three and three. All right. Yeah. Looking yeah. for something to do. Well, yeah. Let's go to the movies. Yeah, if you don't want to pay, it's not something you have to see in the theater. Yeah. Michael, what else did you see? I saw the uh, Jeffrey uh, Rush Army Hammer film, um, Last Port, Final Portrait. This is uh, both our artists and their brothers. Is that right? Uh, well, no. Well, is this? There, there is. There's, there, they're there's painters. A, Army Hammer is not the brother. Army Hammer is an author um, who becomes the subject of uh, the guy who's doing the paintings. Okay, right. And um, and and the guy who's doing the paintings, I can't remember, Denali or whatever the hell his name is, um, he's got a brother who's a sculptor okay, in the right, same place. And they're in Italy. Um, I think Army just stayed there after doing Call Me By Your Name and said, let's do, <laughs> let's do a few films while I'm over here. Um, it's really, 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 really slow and almost the entire film takes place in one setting this guy's studio and if you can imagine it is an hour and a half long film that is mostly 
just shots of him sitting there trying to sit still while this guy paints him. Oh. Uh. <laughs> that does seem slow. Sounds huh? riveting. Wow. <laughs> it's, um, Was there a moral? No, it's all about... It's, you know the actor who played Monk? Yes. Is he in this movie? Tony oh, Shalhoub. I think he's the brother. Shalhoub. Yeah, now that you mentioned Shalhoub, it. because yeah. it's, I think yes. it was written, directed, yes. and produced by... Hoop. All right, here we go. Oh, Hold yeah, on. No, no, See right. if you can put it together. Hold on. He played the accountant in yeah. that Tom Hanks movie where Tom Hanks was the mobster with a machine gun who oh, gunned God, down yes. Paul Newman. Oh, Lord. That's oh, so I know this one. Where he's, uh, uh, the Road to per- yep, Perdition. perdition. Right. Okay. Irish, the Irish but mafia. he played, but this actor is, Shalhoub. I can't remember his name. No, it's not Shalhoub, but he's... He's he's close with Shalhoub, and I think they. I saw that name, name in the you credit. Want me to tell you? So. Huh? Is it Stanley Tucci? It is Stanley yes, Tucci. Stanley Thank you. Yeah. See, okay, Thank you. all right. Yep. I'm, I'm, you got it. Close. You got it, Jim. He just nice. came out. God, no, that, who came who? out? Stanley Tucci. As what? Gay. gay. No way. And they yeah. say come out usually means gay. Really? <laughs> Stanley <laughs> Tucci's gay? Yeah. yeah. Huh? He came out about I mean, six months ago. But yeah. I mean, if you deal with stereotypes, I never. I know, but Jim. these big people are paving the way for you, Jim. When you when I finally ready. make that move, and when I finally when I'm finally, finally ready. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, when I come back, it's going to be a lot easier, and it'll just be accepted yeah, exactly. and lovely. Yeah. And, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank welcome. you for paving the way, guys. Yes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate <laughs> it. It's going to make my going to make my life a lot easier when I come back. Building bridges are going to walk. So the the whole the main's nice. The main force of this movie yeah. is that he, the guy agrees to sit for a day or two, and he's got to get back to the States, Army Hammer, and the painter is so neurotic that he constantly, he almost gets done, and then he'll just pick up a big brush of gray paint and paint over Uh-oh. everything he's done. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and he spends a lot of time saying the F word, screaming it at the canvas and putting his head in his hands. And while What's the name of this movie it? I don't want to see? <laughs> Final Portrait. Final Portrait. Final Portrait. I don't want yeah. to see this movie. It um, sounds very slow. It it was very slow. It was ex- really, really interesting and great performances. Yeah. And I would have made a lovely uh, snippet on like Night Gallery, you know. It, it but it, and uh, uh, a whole movie uh, it did not make in my. So mind. you're not going to rate it very highly with triangles? No, but I I don't know. I haven't read a review of it, but I've seen the single word call out with yes, it and yes, people yes. are it sounds like people are going nuts over so they're it, saying but... riveting yeah exactly yeah. yeah but you you're what's your word slow slow yeah <laughs> yeah I mean, I, you know i don't mind slow especially in slice of life things but um yeah but those words was... are so taken out of context yeah. it's riveting as you stare at the ceiling right. as you yeah. fall asleep <laughs> watching this piece of that's garbage right. yeah, huh? that's right <laughs> you know you're right you're right it's as riveting as watching paint, paint dry is but what they, they could have said extraordinary and extraordinary yeah. that anybody thought mm-hmm. this could ever even be a movie in the first place <laughs> yeah, that's right mm-hmm. all right so <laughs> you're saying slow time. but how many triangles uh, still three oh, it's it's three it's a it's, in Seriously, a way it's beautiful really to watch it's, but it's just it's, i wouldn't i wouldn't pay to go see it in the theater you yeah. want to lower this just a little bit maybe down to a two and a half two and three quarters two, or oh, something two and three quarters i don't right. know is it still, yeah they're is it the they're same good, as i feel pretty they're good prefer jeffrey rush will probably get an oscar nomination for it oh honestly all right yeah huh 
Yeah. Could have gotten one for that Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. Agreed. Oh, God. Especially yeah. the first one. Yeah. Where I think he stole the movie. He said that over and over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My idea of a pirate. Agreed. Man, I'm not, not against Johnny pirates Cat? with uh, eyeshadow, but no. you know, I'm mm-hmm. just saying. Yeah. Exactly. Was, no, so. not Johnny Depp. No. 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 Doesn't. Uh, Lauren Hutton, 75, almost 76. No kidding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Points. Just saying. I get the points. Why are you claiming points? I was points? giving them to oh, you. Okay. All right, Jeez. hold on to settle down. <laughs> Going to come back. We'll Damn. do some trivia, catch up with what you guys are doing. It's the Phillips File Monday Movie Review on Real Radio 104.1. Back to Monday Movie Review on the Phillips File. Wanzi and Doug have um, reviewed the movie I Feel Pretty with Amy Shooter, Schumer. Both of them gave three pink triangles to that movie. And uh, Michael also saw a final por- portrait. The Stanley Tucci vehicle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gave it three pink triangles, then we convinced them to go to two and a half or me two and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Can't be that good. It'll go over well with the NZM type crowd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Where was it playing? Uh, at Winter Park. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. It, with the good chairs, you know. That Winter Park's, but I don't know what's going on over there. What? what do you mean? Why? They got some kind of Jesus factor going on at that movie theater. What are you talking about? There's, you know, these Christian films come out all the time. They show them there. Yeah, Yeah. they never have less than three of them playing at one Mm -hmm. time. You know the the horrible, badly done movies that are only great because they're about Christ. Uh huh. Yeah, they're always playing there. If they're, if they're, you know, if there are two of them out at the same time, they got both of them. Maybe they buy more candy than non-believers. <laughs> Maybe that could be. You know, they've done some right. kind of Cambridge well, analytical they, analytica they, study on you know Christians per capita no. buy more candy than non-believers, non-believers, oh. and Jews. They buy candy and smuggle it in. I would be more apt to uh, think that that perhaps the management of this particular establishment is, or they, they bring buses. Or I don't know. They bust them in, maybe. Yeah, but the the manager of one theater, he's not going to be able to make those decisions. Do you think that's a corporate decision? It is owned by, like, an umbrella. Is it under Regal or it's under whatever? Yeah. Yeah. It's just strange. Yeah, it is. Like, some of them, you know, don't don't have any. Yeah. Whatever. And then that one's every single time a Christian. If they got a good marketing person and they're courting courting churches to bring them on buses, then... Yeah, well, they've done some demographic yeah. study, and all of a sudden they got busloads of people going to those movies more than anything else. Douglas, do you have some trivia? I do, James. It's the uh, 50-50. We're going to go around in a circle. Oh, oh here we go. It. Wake right. up. Moira, which number is higher, the number of countries in the European Union or the number of number one hits by Janet Jackson and Michael Jackson combined? I would say the Jackson hits are more than the I'm EU. Sorry, it's the oh, EU. Oh, God bless America. How Which many is higher? Uh, 28 countries, and they had 23 number one. Oh. Wow. James, which is higher, the population of the country of England or the population of the state of California? Uh, England. England, by oh, yeah. a lot. Nice. Well, Michael, does Nebraska border South Dakota? Does Nebraska border South Dakota? It certainly does, Douglas. It does indeed. Oh, nice. nice. <clears throat> Fritz. Uh, Fritz, which is longer, the Florida-Georgia border or the Florida-Alabama border? I would say Florida-Georgia. It's Alabama. Oh! Which number is <laughs> higher, uh, Pinkman? Michael J. Fox's age when when the first Back to the Future movie came out or wow. the number in millions the film cost to make? Wow. His age. 
He was 23, and the movie cost $19 million. Oh, That's God. correct. Come on, Mo. Mo, which is taller, Cinderella's Castle or the Washington Monument? Ooh. Oh, brother. Question. Washington Monument. Washington Monument is correct. Oh, oh, oh. James, which number is higher? The number of years Good Morning America has been on the air or the number of U.S. states that contain the letter A in their name? Trick question. GMA. GMA, 42 years to 36. Michael, which is which has more members, the Vienna Boys Choir or the Mormon Tabernacle Choir? Oh, the Mormon Tab. Mormon Tabernacle has 360. Vienna Boys Choir only has 100. Oh. Um, Fritz, which is older, the Boy Scouts or the Girl Scout? That would be the Boy Scouts. By just two years, that's yes. correct. Okay. Pinkman, were Hemingway and I on the earth at the same time? Who? You and Hemingway? Yes. Yes. We were. Lynn, what? I mean, Moira. Oh, God, and, and they made fools of themselves at that party, I gotta uh, tell you. Which, <laughs> which, <laughs> which, which, Him and Hemingway. Oh. Which oh, numbers, okay. uh, we both like to drink, which number is higher, the number of astronauts NASA lists as active, or the number of cities in Canada with more than 100,000 residents? Jesus. <laughs> I say... Oh, no. Astronauts. Uh, uh, it's Canadian cities. Son I'm sorry. There's 47 current astronauts, 50 Canadian really? cities. Uh, Jim, who is older, Justin Timberlake or Eminem? Eminem. By nine years, that's oh, correct. Yeah, Michael, yeah. the four busiest airports in the world by takeoffs and landings are in the United States. Is that true or false? False. It's true. I'm sorry. Oh. Oh, Fritz, has Jennifer Lopez ever had a number one song in the U.S.? J-Lo? Uh, yes. Yeah, she's had three. Oh, see. Nice. Pinkman, which number is higher, the number of Oscar nominations for Al Pacino or the number of people who can rightfully call Donny Osmond Grandpa? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Pacino. Pacino is correct. And our last question for Jim is, what happened first? The original Toy Story is released... Or Princess Diana dies. Oh, that would be uh, Toy Story. Toy Story by two years. Nice. Right, right. Oh, nice. Pressure's off. 50, All right, what are you guys 50. up to? June 30th, Toy Story Land opens at the uh, Hollywood Studios. That's true. That's a big deal. Cool. They rarely Their put new things in there. plays a, a cop out there. Yeah. Tomorrow night is game night at the Parliament House, yeah. Jim. I'll be mean? bartending, and Michael will be hosting trivia and Boulder Dash and all kinds of Product trivia and games and stuff. It's a lot of fun there on Tuesday. No, musical chairs (laughs) on a special occasion is where we do that with Miss Sammy at the our new game night at um, Hamburger Mary's on Wednesday. How does that work? I, I mean, know. I know musical chairs. We but... put uh, a t- uh, simply one chair, and three people walk backwards around it, and oh. then a song plays I... backwards, and they have to sit when they know the name of the song, and then they get a shot, and they can either give that away to oh, make, oh, my word. make their fellow people they're playing against drunker, or they can drink it themselves. And did you say that sometimes people forget? They see a chair when it really doesn't oh, exist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, completely just miss where the chair right, yeah. is, and, and they just, just sit there, yeah, right just sit the down after. Uh-huh. After winning six shots. Yeah, we've had some injuries over the Uh-oh. years. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> we have. That's oh, the truth. people fall down, yeah. conk their head, who yeah. knows what. But Sammy and I play all kinds of games on Wednesday nights. There's great drink specials. We do newlywed game and dating game and all kinds of fun stuff and musical chairs. And, <laughs> and um, uh, 
Jeff Jones's show Animatronicans with uh, which Doug is in sold out again its final performance on Saturday night. So we've added a show. Oh, very good. <clears throat> I say we. I when directed it. Directed by um, Michael Wanzi. And the, so the added show is this Saturday at eight o'clock. It will sell out as well, and it is going to be the final show. So get Book. a ticket. Go get on Eventbrite and get a ticket. Yes. Um, and uh, I'm in the throes of Monorail Inferno rehearsals. Yeah. And. Um, we have sold out our opening night special of the first 50 people to buy tickets, get reserved seats. Fringe Festival starts in mid-May. Monorail what? Inferno oh, is a big spectacle, a musical gym that happens aboard a Walt Disney World monorail just before it blows up. What? Cast of 18? Thousands. Yeah. 16. Michael but tap dances. I'll be tap dancing in it, Jim. Are you practicing? You're light on your feet. Well, that, that may be, but uh, mm. I'm... We've had to put into the budget uh, an oh, oxygen tank. To a nebulizer. A defibrillizer, <laughs> too. Yeah. For men. Oh, like they're ready with yeah. the paddles. Just <laughs> some paramedics off stage. But it's a it's a big, splashy, kind of fabulous show, I think. And um, I'm real excited about this cast. How long has so. it been since that was out of the vault? Well, or when I, did I, it first debut? 11 years ago, we did it. We did it to, We did the last revival in 2007, which was the third time it was done. This is the fourth time. Uh -huh. This is the first uh, fully holy original musical that Rich Sharon and I wrote 32 years ago. Oh, my. Yes. There you go. Douglas, you're going to grow your beard back? It's, I start Saturday morning. Nice. Yeah. You have a show Saturday night. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I see. <laughs> I oh, right. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Saturday. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Saturday going a little bit. I can't right. wait. If yeah. I can't, Jim, there's a new yeah. thing this What's year that? called Fringematic. What's that? That a friend of Doug's and I met. It's Fringematic. You know, uh, people who go to the Fringe a lot. You know hey, how I go long a lot. it can take you to figure out your schedule uh -huh. and you gotta how long is this show and I gotta have time to work right, here. Right, now. right. This man has invented this app that you can you I know this who he is I talk yes to. Lewis and yet He's you great. go you go on and you can put in as many as 71 shows <gasps> and you rank them in how important they are for you to see right and then you can put in the time you are not available to be at the festival because you're at work or you can put in a time you need to take a break you want to know you Dinner definitely want to break, break da, 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 and then you push this button and it goes bloop, 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 and Fits you out a schedule of up to 71 shows that will absolutely not leave you in a bind, give you time to get from show to show, and and be respectful of the times you can't be French there. French Festival. When, when does it start in May? The 15th. Uh, the 15th. There you go. Right. Big deal. All the way Orlando Fringe, dot org to get tickets to Monroe Inferno and any other show. And to use your Fringematic, try it out. It's amazing. Oh, I can't it's a big wait. deal, French Festival. Never quite. It does more and more and more, but never quite. Meets my expectations as far as the media coverage of mm -hmm. a Fringe Festival. Mm -hmm. But it should. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you've never been the front and you've heard about it for years, yeah. you what? need to go. You need to attend. It's yeah. a big, big deal. Yeah, it it's a lot great, of fun. It's so fun. All right, guys. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful week. Thank, thank you for you Monday too. Movie thank Review. This has been the Phillips File Monday Movie Review with Wanzi and Doug. Let's get a check out the news right now. Let's get the latest, the headlines. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. A preschool in Massachusetts has banned using the term best friend. The school said research found the term best friend leads to cliques and outsiders. One parent is considering removing her child from the school. To be fair, this is a preschool and is not in any way important. Washington State is apologizing after a motorist took a photo of an inappropriate traffic sign. The message read, you suck. That's it. Officials said it was clearly a training error. Lame. A woman in Texas was arrested by police after getting blotto at an Applebee's.
Who hasn't done that, right? Only after taking her back to her apartment did the cops find two unsupervised children sleeping in separate rooms. Never done that before. Headlines were brought to you by WeAreNotTheBanks.com End Transmission Wanna play a game? Call now for closest to the pin. 407-916-1041 From the... And now the Phillips File presents a game that is not about being right or wrong. Wrong! It's a game that rewards the lucky. Hey, everybody! We're all gonna get late! It's a game where you just have to be close. That's right! You've got that right! The game is closest to the pin! Let's go while we're young! And now, here's your ever-excited host, Jim Phillips! Ever been without ice cream for a while? You just never, you know, you just hadn't had any for a while, and all of a sudden you start thinking about ice cream. Mm, yes. Ice cream. And all of a sudden you get something, you eat a pint and a half. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. Did you? Oh, yeah. And it was what flavor. good. Strawberry, chocolate, and coffee. All three? That sounds good. Or was it in one? No, I had, there was a pint of chocolate and a pint of coffee <laughs> and a pint of strawberry. And I ate the, uh, I ate the, the chocolate. All up. And then I had, you know, a, a, a thing of, of coffee up. and then some strawberry. Oh, my God. Nice. And I didn't sit there at any point in time and say, what did I just do? It was like, that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. Was and that I your thought, dinner? It's kind of a little treat, a little tasty treat. Oh, I see. In, between, in the halftime at the uh, Orlando City Soccer game. Soccer match. That I'm running to 7-Eleven. I'm off. Mm-hmm. Time for that regular round of closest to the pin. I'm playing against Gilbert. James is the backup. What's the prize? I have a pair of tickets to see Kenny Wayne Shepherd and Beth Hart at Hard Rock Live on Friday, August 10th. Tickets are on sale now, so visit realradio.fm keyword tickets for more info. All right, and I believe James is actually the player today. Correct, Amundo? That is correct. All right, here we go. Hello, James. Yep. 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 I'm ready. All right, you sound ready, so let's just get right down to it. As long as I'm not Gilbert, we're good. I mean, I don't know if you're Gilbert or not, but you sound like James (laughs) to me. Uh, This this category comes to us from Brad. Thank you, Brad. Its title is Up in Smoke. It is facts and figures about marijuana. Some people call it Mary Jane. Mm -hmm. In the U.S., per USA Today, in reference to 420 hangovers, which isn't really a thing, but thank you, Brad. You okay, ready? Here we go. I'm ready. All right, James. Here we go. In three, two, one. There were 8.3 billion in legal weed sales in 2017. What are the projected sales in 2025? 20 billion. According to a January 2018 poll by the Pew Research Center, what percentage of Americans believe marijuana should be legal? 80. How many thousand people are estimated to be working directly in the nation's homegrown marijuana industry? How many people? How many thousand people? Uh, 25. How states? How many states currently have legalized recreational pot use? Uh, eight. So far, how much total tax revenue has been collected by states since their legalization programs began? Sixty billion. All right, James, I will put you on hold, and we will wait for Jim to come back in. And because of Brad's typo, thanks, Brad, I have to say that question funny. How states 
how how states i'm working on it so yeah 420 blaze it you'll blaze be fine. it up i don't know that everyone went to a 420 party like wanzi did but mm-hmm. eight hours can you imagine <laughs> wait mm-hmm. wasn't That's it a 12 long hours party. oh yeah it was but he only stayed for eight and a half oh only eight and a half. i know <laughs> that tough guy very, hello very jim nice. hello Hello. Today's category comes to us from Brad. Thanks, yeah. Brad. Okay. It's called Up in Smoke, Facts and figure, Figures About Marijuana. Some people call it Mary Jane in the United States per USA Today in okay. reference to 420 hangovers. All right. Excuse All me. right. Hangovers. hangovers. Mm-hmm. Who ever heard of a marijuana hangover? Not me. Never. Tell you what. All right. Are you ready? Yeah, sure. All right. Here we go in three, two, one. There were 8.3 billion in legal weed sales in 2017. What are the projected sales in 2025? 17 billion. According to a January 2018 poll by the Pew Research Center, what percentage of Americans believe marijuana should be legal? 70%. How many thousand people are estimated to be working directly in the nation's homegrown marijuana industry? 75,000. How states how many states currently have legalized recreational 12. So far, how much total tax revenue has been collected by states since their legalization programs began? 175 million. Time. Oh, what boy. Think about that. I, well, I, like I think huh? I got to write your time down. Yeah. Write it down, all right. Uh-huh. You played against James. Got him Not on time. I know that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe. You still have a handicap, though. Yeah. Oh, boy. Even with a handicap, I still got him on uh, time. We'll you want to add all more the... seconds? Oh, want to put a dollar on it? You want to add more I mean, seconds? I don't. How confident I know are you? I'm very confident. And add six? Add one to make it six? No. Oh. My five-second handicap. I All know right. I beat him on time. All right. All right. We'll see. All right. Here we go. Let's score this game. I got my D major core in there. I know how, time, how much it takes. Much Ooh, time. That's true. D major. Yeah. Got that right. Tell you what. There were $8.3 billion in legal weed sales in 2017. <sighs> what Ooh. are the projected sales for 2025? Oh, 2025. James Oops. said. $20 billion. And Jim? 17 billion. James is closer. It's 25 billion. Oh, James. That number has tripled in yeah. eight years, wow. Brad said. Uh, according to a January 2018 poll by the Pew Research Center, what percentage of Americans believe marijuana should be legal? Uh huh. James said. 80. And Jim? 70. One is closer. The answer is 60%. Jim oh, gets the up. point on that one. Uh-huh. Here's where you go down, James. It ah. has the beginning of the end for you, buddy. It has doubled in popularity since the year 2000. Yeah, watch this. How many thousand people are estimated to be working directly in the nation's homegrown marijuana industry? Yeah. James? 25,000. Yeah, Jim? 75,000. The answer is 121. Jim is closer. Oh, 121,000. Two to one, two yep. to one, two to go. Yep, yep. Uh, apparently, there are 50,000, less than 50,000 coal miners, so more weed people. There right. are more weed people than coal miners, yes. That's oh, true. Clean weed. Clean burning weed. Nope. How many states currently have legalized recreational pot use? James said. Eight. And Jim? Twelve. Uh, James is closer. The answer is Damn nine. It. Oh, okay. It's all tied oh, up. Come on. Alaska, this. this is the rubber question. Come on. Here we go. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. So far, how much total tax revenue has been collected by states since their legalization programs began? I have no clue. James said. Sixty billion. Sixty billion? I think so. And Jim? One hundred seventy-five million. Uh, yeah, I guess Jim's closer. It's one point six billion. 
It is, and Jim is closer, and he wins the game. <laughs> there you go. Oh, I squeaked it out, but it doesn't matter because you know something, James? But, I'm the champion. I am the greatest. I will win them. I can't lose. Yeah. Yeah. What? You go, girl. Remember, close only counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and closest to the pin. I win. Is there no one on this planet to even challenge me? Good job, James. Brad's fun fact says that it's an industry growing like weeds. Trump's perceived green light entices cannabis investors to spend billions. Now, Charles Schumer, the U.S. Senator from the state of New York, senior U.S. Senator, is introducing legislation to decriminalize the possession of marijuana. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know how long it's going to take in Florida. We just not. Probably a while. Yes. Why do you think that is? Because they've let just a little bit through so far. And well, they, they always want like, to say how Florida is such a progressive state, and we're really, not really. But now they'll be like, look, we gave you this much. Why are you still pushing us for further legalization? We gave you medical marijuana. What else do you want? Really? Yeah, yeah you stoner heads. <laughs> those people live in the villages. Well, how is it their fault? And it's all those old farts who come oh, down here from the Midwest. God. You know, oh, oh. Well, I tell it's a you. gateway drug. They got their classic car night. Yeah, that's ah, their line dancing. Got their line they dancing. Their ceramics yeah. classes. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, their 43 golf courses. All of which would probably be enhanced by their ability to smoke weed. Probably. Yeah, their swinger parties. Oh, yeah. Well, you've got to be in the right frame of mind for that. You can't be on drugs. Or tell me more. I'm just kidding. I've never been. Don't they have some kind of markings on their golf carts? I to think let they them... do. Remember when we sent banana to, to the swingers party? Yes. Loofahs. Loofahs, yeah. She was, Lufas. I don't think she had been here a year. No. When it got the bright idea. She said, oh, yeah, okay. Sure, I'll go. So she and Jason went to one of these parties, not to participate, just to See what's witness. what, yeah. And of course, uh, you know, Jenna was in a in, in a chair, and she rolled over some. Yeah. <laughs> what? Ow. <laughs> Come on, banana. They went into this room. It's all dark, and, you know, she's wheeling herself in there. God bless her. And apparently she rolled over somebody's foot. You think that was a foot. You don't know. Well, he said, ow, that's my foot. Oh, okay. Well, that's what he said, but you don't know. Well, if it was something else, he wouldn't go, ow, that's my foot. What would he say? Well, I don't know what he'd say, but it'd be a lot worse than ow, (laughs) ow, my foot. Okay. (laughs) She always came back with a good story, that banana. Mm-hmm. So, just saying. Yeah, loofahs. They what about loofahs? They have different colors that mean they're up for different things. Yeah. They hang a loofah from the from oh, their, yeah. either from the antenna of their or either from their golf a cart. A loofah or a chamois? No, like oh. the little squish, like the 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 thing the you use in the shower with body wash. Ball. Yeah, okay. That different so they, colors. They buy one, you know, a purple one that means this or a green one. Is there or one that says don't bother me about this? There's probably one like uh, that. Like, look at that. Don't ask any questions. But there must be a loofah key, you know, like a key to that, like there must be a That's in your welcome package. There's a when chart you when in. you move in or something cuz god forbid you put that cuz all the golf carts are lined up. You don't know which one is yours. You think I'll be smart. I'll put a loofah, and you could put the wrong one and then the next thing you know, so you arrive at in, one of these parties with a casserole and their seed company cap. <laughs> That's a puffy front. A puffy. Yeah, front. it's a real, you know, like yeah. the t-ball cap. Right. <laughs> so if you think you're going to be helpful and put put a green loofah on your golf cart, and that means that you like people in trench coats that are naked underneath, the next thing you know, you move in and whoa, Nelly. Hey, there are worse fetishes. You're getting some. Oh, you know, of course. all of those. There are. 
Okay. Well, I don't know about that. Than that dossier. Yeah, but, you know, if that turns you on, that's oh, that your PP thing. tape? Is that what you mean? Yeah. Oh, God. I know people are into that. I'm sure there are some people who are into that. I imagine there are people, like, there are people that are into a lot of things where you go, what? Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, consenting adults as long as nobody's getting harmed. It's none of my business. Do whatever you want. Uh-huh. With as many people as you want. That's your, that's your, Knock yourself that's out. your thing, not sure, mine. Whatever. Yeah, but there's got to be, don't ask me any questions about this loofah. Yeah. I'm not interested. There's got to be the leave me alone loofah. Me and Shelly from Indiana, we're not interested right. in this. It's called the leave me alone loofah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you find anything, Fritz, on the loofah key? Um, just speculation. Pink for women, blue for men. Whoa, and, whoa, yeah, whoa, like, whoa. Time out. Go back a little bit. It it was so if you're thread. In, if So you want to be. You know, so I don't even know if it's, you know. I According really, to who? Yeah, it was just this community online guide, so I don't even know if it's That's right. That's got to be good, yeah. Shower loofahs <laughs> on cars in and around the villages, people, uh, so they can identify other swingers. Mm-hmm. One said uh, purple is for, like, if you're rich, like they're, I guess, <laughs> rich. They're, they're willing to do things outside of their comfort so zone. So what do you, like, um, well, you could be a, a, a melange of these things. What do you, stack them on the antenna? Yeah, what do yeah, you do? Like, like, I think yeah. some of the colors are, like, all-encompassing, like, yeah, okay, this is all pretty cool, so come on over with your casserole and your apple brown Betty. <laughs> that's a good time right there. Well, yeah, you have to have something to eat. I mean, you that's, gotta that's, have an that's offering. the neighborly thing to do. Yeah, like a jello mold or something. Yeah, with the pretzels in them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bring over ambrosia. Lime jello with mini pretzels. No, I thought it was like. Hey, let's get naked. It was fruit cocktail, I think. Fruit cocktail. They put fruit cocktail in the jello also. Yeah, I think that's, well, that's, I think that's a variation. And they float it in there. Yeah. Anyway. That's a tasty treat. Not so much. Anyway. Where do you want this fruit cocktail? Yeah, it's near the stripper pole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a loofah. There's a loofah for that. What? A stripper pole? If you're into stripper poles? No, I mean, no, if you're just going just there. Oh, oh, they got one. Yeah, you got to have. Do they have it in the gazebo in the town square? They got a saw. got have a sauna, and then you got a stripper oh. pole. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it in the clubhouse? Like that's know, a class. Seventies hits for the old ladies. Like, don't you think for the ladies there, if they want to take a class, they could take canasta. Lessons, but they could also take a pole dancing class. I would imagine there's at least one pole dancing class in the, in village. the villages. Yeah. Yes, I don't think there's any question about right. it. Right? They usually call them pole fitness. Oh, pole fitness! So you're like mm-hmm. getting a workout. That's true. And yeah. it removes the stigma. Wrap their leg around that thing, go upside down. I'm my lumbago. <laughs> <laughs> I guess you have to ask somebody what the different colors mean, because like everyone is pretty much affirming that that's that's. Why? Why they have loofahs? But no one is coming out and saying uh, white means this, that means this. Someone texted. They said purple is for bisexual women, oh, green sorry. is bisexual men, and pink means just the wife is into swinging. Aha! Uh-huh. So the guy's like, "I'm gonna go play golf. You have fun, honey. Honey, yeah, <laughs> yeah. go play some golf or uh-huh. Daytona play some poker. All right, Enid, you, know, you just enjoy yourself. Don't stay out too late. Don't drink and drive. <laughs> <laughs> don't drink and drive the golf cart. <laughs> no, that's against the law, you know. You can't have a golf cart they there and be under the They have their own law out there. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> oh, boy. Don't they it's have something. a polo course or a polo field big or polo a polo field. thing? Yeah, big deal up there. Polo team. What color is that? I don't know that? if they have a team itself or whether oh. a team rents out the space, but I think 
Sundays during the season. It's a big, it's supposed to be a real nice big polo deal. ground. You ever been to a polo match? Mm-hmm. No, but I heard you can't play if you're left-handed. You cannot play. You cannot Don't be a polo player if you're left-handed. Doing? That is discriminatory and wrong. My younger years, if I'd started writing that uh, at an earlier age, I think I could have been a pretty good polo player. Nope. And then you find out, well, sorry, dude, you can't dude. play polo with the, uh, you can't be left-handed. Oh, Outrageous. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Near when VF does it him. end? Huh? When does it end? Prince Charles, he's a righty? Or he's just adapted to play polo right-handed? I have no idea. I think he's Didn't a you bat? Don't you bat right-handed? I bat right-handed. But... Couldn't you polo right-handed, too? No. You could. No. And, and yeah, and like couldn't you catch you have to ride, you have to ride the horse too. I mean, you know. Yeah. Couldn't you catch left-handed? I never I never understood that. What do you mean? And you know, major I could, baseball. but it's the worst thing you can do cuz you have to take an an extra step to throw to third base. Oh, to throw to third base. That's okay. That makes You got sense. a man on second, he's going to steal third if you're a left-handed catcher. That's comes right. in, he runs. You got to you stand up and take one extra step and a throw to third. Yeah, okay. Well, that's true. Okay. And plus, most batters are right-handed, so they're going to be in your way mm-hmm. if you're left-handed. Right. Get out. Like, get the hell out of, get out of the way. Get <laughs> off. Uh, get uh. off of me. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio 104.1. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1. From... Great Mo just gave away episode four of Barry. Spoiler alert. I don't alert. know if that's true even. I caught the last well, 20 minutes. Well, I've seen three episodes, and I don't recognize anything you're talking about. Stephen Kramer, attorney at Law's with, with us. Kramer Law Firm, one firm for life. Mr. Kramer shows up every Monday at this time to talk about various things, uh, many times involving the law, sometimes not. Yeah. How are you, counselor? Pinkman really is looking like Seth Rogen. Yeah, a little bit. Oh. So, so, so. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> my be- my be- best friend from high school looks like a you know perfect match, like a twin to Seth Rogen. But you're about there. We so what did you think of Westworld last night? I liked it. Did you do the recap? Did you watch the last episode of the first season to get ready for it? Yes. That's an investment. As a matter of fact, in time, yeah. After about forty minutes of uh, last night's episode, I got up and said, "I, I don't want to deal with this right now." Really? Mm-hmm. So you did not like it? And then I read an article in the New York Times today on their website that's Here. titled "It's Westworld: What's Wrong with Cruelty to Robots." Here you go, look. And I said, "That's an interesting article that many things I'd never thought about." On the article column, whatever it says, essentially starts: "Suppose we had robots perfectly identical to men, women, and children." And we are permitted by law to interact with them in a way, in any way that we pleased. How would we, or how would you, treat them? The biggest concern is that we might one day create conscious machines, sentient beings with beliefs, desires, and most and most morally pressing, the capacity to suffer. Mm-hmm. Nothing seems to be stopping us from doing this. Philosophers and scientists remain uncertain about how consciousness emerges from the material world, but few doubt that it does. This suggests that the creation of conscious machines is possible. Mm-hmm. So what, essentially what they're saying, I wasn't thinking about it last night, because essentially if we, in Westworld, uh, the machines are, are, are treating the humans as the humans treated the machines. Oh. Or are they defending themselves? I mean, you know, well, ag- I, uh, against that type of cruelty, you know, from humans. The robot hosts are the most human and the humans who abuse them are the monsters, mm-hmm. the, the cruel ones. 
Now, we have no idea how this resolves itself on Westworld, but I think that's essentially the theme. The theme is someday, many people believe, we will have machines. We will have, we will have these that are, that, are, that are, you won't be able to tell whether it's a machine or whether it's a human. There are around... And, and these machines may be able to have a higher consciousness than that of human beings. I read an article today about this. There are around 60 million robots... Actually, there were three articles, kind of weird. There are around 60 million robots in the world right now. This article was supposing that the robot population of the world would overpopulate, would would be larger than the human population by 2033. Oh, my. Yes. And that humans would seek to extend life by transferring into a digital existence, in effect, living forever. Hmm. And I mean, there's robot ethics, these AI ethics are something that are, they're going to, it's going to keep on popping up. I mean, it's going to be a, a mm. element of conversation and debate for a long time because it's happening. I mean, another article I read today about was about Amazon uh, looking into introducing robots into homes now. I mean, this is on the radar for them right. now. These are robots that are, you know, self-operating that would go from room to room effectively um, now, which is... Uh, that's I didn't. To me, it's always been in the future. So to hear something, you know, happening says here: if we did create conscious beings, conventional morality tells us that it would be wrong to harm them, precisely to the degree that they are conscious and can suffer or be deprived of happiness. Just as it would be wrong to breed animals for the sake of torturing them or to have children only to enslave them, it would be wrong to mistreat the conscious machines of the future. Essentially, what they're saying is the machines of the future will be no different than human beings. If human beings can develop consciousness, why can't a machine develop consciousness? Why does it's not just what meat? Well, that's that idea that if you have consciousness or a certain level of intelligence, then a, a certain level of ethics kicks in. You know, this is, a, of course, you know, something that, that people consider and why they don't. Uh, some people don't eat certain animals for that reason. Um, you know, it, it, it plays a role. I guess we'll see. We'll have to see a, a realistic application of the Turing test. That's I the believe test there will be living. machines in the future that emotionally will know you better than, than any human being that you're a partner with. Uh, they, were, they were talking oh. about that these robots would have emotions Yes. Effectively now, almost. Well, whatever. So, yeah, so I came back and watched the rest of it this morning. You did? After reading this. What it, changed? What, yeah, why did you walk little, away? Why did you go back? Because uh, there's, there, there's things where, not always, but from t- time to time, I just don't want to see this level of violence. I mean, there were, there, uh, and in this lot. particular case, it was the robots engaging in violence against human beings. And one could argue whether they deserved it or not, but it's like, I'm just not quite in the mood to uh, to see whether they're uh, whether they're I mean when the when the human beings were mistreating the robots in Westworld you're going hey well, that's kind of cool to be in an environment like that but then when huh. you see the when you see the robots turn on the human beings you're kind of going I, I don't want to watch this I don't know whether way down deep I had this idea well that could be the future someday or was it it was just a level of violence where I couldn't tell the difference between the two. And said, I'm just, not in the, I'm just not in the mood for to watch anything violent right now. For me, part of it was, you know, the tease is always more exciting than the reveal. And I felt like last season was the tease, and we had the reveal last night. And, and I think it is going to be really interesting to see how, where they go with this. 
But last last season was the tease from the beginning. What's going to happen? You know, is there going to be this turn? Are are these robots? You know, what is their consciousness? What is their role in the world? What you know, can they feel things? And it's, yeah, I don't even know if we should do it. Somebody's got to come up with a new term besides robot. AI, I mean, it's artificial intelligence. Yeah, but I mean the thing itself. The, the mm-hmm. Let's call it a robot, but you, but is, for all intents and purposes, a machine that mirrors everything that a human being has. Intelligence, consciousness, feeling, emotion. Well, one, one thing we need to do is we need to come together as a civilization and decide what are going to be the limits that we place on these machines, on this AI. You know, you, you've got... and And people around the world... You know, government figures, military figures recognize recognize the the consequences of AI. I mean, Putin came out last year and gave a statement that whoever controls AI will essentially control the world. Of course, he didn't mean that. It he, the way that I read the quote didn't mean I'm going to go pursue that. I think it was right. a recognition of the dangers. Him and Elon Musk. Yeah, Elon Musk hey. is big. Elon into Musk it. Hey, is hey. is really big on this. Like, yeah, beware and beware. Right now, you got to get a handle on this right now because I, I would imagine, you know, like from a science fiction uh, standpoint many years ago, now you think about it, you know, machines that can replicate, that have a, a level of intelligence that are creating their own machines, creating everything. I mean, it's creating a human being. The only difference is instead of blood vessels, mm-hmm. uh, you have uh, you have wiring. Or you might put a mic up to blood the, vessels. Well, whatever the case might be. So did you watch uh, Wild Wild Country? I, you know, You're not what? watching that. You're watching no, the Atlas documentary. It. You I did watched, watch it. I did. I did. I the whole I'd thing. I like to take credit. I think I got Fritz into it too, right, Fritz? Mm, yes. <laughs> I watched the whole thing. <laughs> take it. Absolutely. Amazing. You know what? I liked it a lot. The first episode for me was kind of snooze fest. Yeah, but it's so intriguing, right? It was. It was. But uh, the first one, I kind of like. You have to explain to people what you're even talking about. Right, the first episode of Wild Wild Country, I got into it's a it documentary about about cults, and it's about a cult in Oregon with with a uh, charismatic figure out of India, the the Raj Rajneesh Rajneesh, yeah, him Bhagwan Bhagwan, yeah, right. Bhagwan, and he moved to he emigrated from India. And set up camp essentially in Oregon and bought this huge tract of land and started taking in people from all over the world mm-hmm. into this ranch. And it's about their attempts to take over local government. It's about their attempts to, I mean, I think they were bent on a worldwide uh, domination, frankly. I, I think that they had that grandiosity and arrogance where I, it seems like they almost thought that was possible. Well, there's a clash of cultures. However, I thought in the beginning, especially when this, this, I'm not going to call it a cult at that time. As beginning, the idea was great. It seemed that people who were follow who were following the Bhagwan, they're just normal people. They yeah, weren't like just uh, because we when we say cults, we think of the Charlie Mansons. We think of you know, and these weren't. This was not a suicide these are just cult. Regu- yeah, no. just regular people doing their thing, but their thing was you know let's crazy just, sex parties and wear red. No, I didn't think it was. See, that's a stereotype. No, though. they showed the crazy sex parties. Well, they were having, yeah, but that was a belief of theirs. The belief I'm of theirs wasn't. Just saying that's... Yeah, but what you what you're intimating is that's all that they were interested no, in. No, I, I don't mean it. And that, I don't think that was the aim of the philosophy of this particular group of people who we like to call it cult. Cult. The word cult has a negative connotation to it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's anything truly negative about this. If like-minded people, in 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 property that they own. 
want to engage in sex outside and you come in from the outside and witness that, that's not that shouldn't be their problem. Nope. No, as long as it's, it's legal a clash of cultures. It's an old it's an old Western tradition of generations of families who lived in Oregon versus these newcomers who want to establish this this commune based on their own philosophy of life, which I, I thought the philosophy, even though I wouldn't want to be part of it, these are like-minded people who yeah. seem to get along and were happy. And uh, and then other people, it's the standard old, other people get involved because they want the power. They want the power mm-hmm. of, 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 over other people. Well, I mean, to me, it was a tragedy of errors. I mean, yes. c- clearly you had a lot of discrimination there. You know, I think part of it was this this xenophobia, this strange man coming mm-hmm. from India, of course. bringing these different ideas that threaten our values. See, he, I couldn't tell whether he was a con man. I never could figure no, out whether he was a I con man or whether he was believable in this essence of of you know of you know peace and love and happiness and let's all just you know try to get along. We'll go, you know, we'll, 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 we'll uh, gather on these thousands of acres in Oregon and, and be able to prove to the world this can be accomplished. Although I did read that he was high on nitrous oxide when he wrote a couple of the books that uh, constitute some of the, not that that illegitimizes the substance of it, but I, I think yeah, it's interesting. I would say that maybe some of the greatest uh, novelists of all time have been, Lewis Carroll. Yeah. have been something. snockered out of their yeah, brains. That's right. So, you know. But the tragedy of errors was, you know, you had this 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 discrimination there, and then Sheila, the, who yes. was kind of the right hand man of the Bhagwan, did not do anything to help she their cause. She was great in management, but bad in public relations. Oh, she she got really arrogant, and and frankly, but, did a lot of bad moves. It's worth watching. Wild yeah. Wild Country on uh, Netflix. Let me take a little break. Stephen Kramer, attorney of law, is our guest. Maybe we'll talk about small claims court when we come back. It's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Phillips file for this Monday. Stephen Kramer, attorney of laws, with us as he uh, not really is on these Mondays, talking about this, that, and whatever movies and documentaries and the law. Uh, what about small claims court? Uh, you know, we were mentioning this earlier because a friend of uh, Moe's got caught up in this nonsense uh, down near the airport. I mean, what are the conditions for taking somebody to small claims court? I mean, it's it's. Pretty, is there a dollar amount, like a cutoff? Yeah, it, it's got to be less than $5,000. Okay. And right. it's got a, a much more abbreviated set of rules. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you go to... An average guy can just go and do it themselves. They don't have to hire someone. I, I mean, it's always advantageous to to know the system and to have somebody, but at, at some point it doesn't make sense always. You know, yeah, you, the guy owes me $500. You know, I'll hire an attorney. Counselor. I'm not hiring an attorney. No, and I wouldn't tell you to. Wow, I look, mean, I just made $13. Yeah. By the time all the expenses right. are, yeah. I mean, no. it is what it is. You got to weigh your costs Figure there. Figure out your way through it. But yeah. the problem is, if if the guy you're suing lawyers up, yeah, you got a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is, even though it's got a, an abbreviated set of rules to go through small claims court, you can invoke the the full rules. So Mo's friend, you know, you heard the story heard about, about the that. the car keys and this go and that. Well, they recap I that mean, for me. Well, I mean, there's no. I mean, there's no recourse. Are, is there damage there? I mean, yeah. can call, could you go to small claims court and say, look, uh, they didn't have the keys to my car. I had to take an Uber. I had to take an Uber back and this and that, whatever. I had to get another key. It's costing me 500 bucks and it's all your fault. Is that is that legitimate to take to small claims court? Well, first off, that's that's shocking 
And I thought, that is the craziest thing I've ever heard. You, That's you, somebody who used her car. You leave your, your car at a park and fly, whatever one of those places yeah. is. Right. Right. And you come back after a trip after nine days and they lose your keys. So I heard you guys talking about that and I knew that was going to come up later. So I looked up something about that online. I was just curious. You wouldn't believe that happens a good amount. A lot. Yeah. Like more than you would think. Wait a minute. But, you know, the keys to the person's car was in somebody's desk drawer. It wasn't in, hi, here's where we keep everybody's... It wasn't like, we open up the cabinet and there's 50 sets of keys and God, That's we don't know what happened be. to your key. Yes. Of course, but it's in the it's in the GM's desk drawer. She texted I mean, you, me and told me uh, oh, they when, they, when they called back and they said, oh, we found your keys, uh-huh. wink, wink. It was in our manager's desk and it was locked up for the weekend yeah. and he didn't want yeah, to come right. in okay. over the weekend. Uh, and he didn't want to come claim? in. Is there yeah. a claim? 100%. For what? Uh, well, first off, all right, if she ha- if she had to buy a replacement key, right. I think that there are, they have the responsibility for that. Let me back up a little bit. You park your car at a car- parking lot and something bad happens, as long as there's not negligent security, you know, as long as it's not a high crime area, no. you know, and they don't have proper lighting, they don't have any proper security provisions, you know, in that situation, you might have negligent security claim. And something happens, you know, it could be in the parking lot. But as a rule, you know, you park somewhere and if and something it happens, it's, it's on not you. on them, right? right. Mm-hmm. When you turn your keys over, Though, to one of these parking lots for them to hold for you, you create right. a bailment essentially, and they agree to take care of those keys and to keep them safe for you because those keys are important for two reasons. One, if they lose them, it's highly inconvenient and expensive to replace, and two, is it creates a legitimate, much greater safety concern. So if if it's you know somebody comes to me and they tell me about that, I'm telling them it's not about just replacing your car key; it's about rekeying your house maybe because. You have a bevy of information in your car. I mean, you got your registration. It's got your home address in there. Your right. your all right. of your keys to your house are in there. I mean, effectively, somebody can copy all that and have easy access to your house. You could just turn over your car key. You don't have to give them your whole key ring. So well, you give okay. them the key. Unless fob. you do give them the whole key ring. So I wasn't clear on that. But if right. you do give them the whole key ring and they lose that, you know, that's a more serious problem. Right. And I, and I'd probably be trying to. I would probably be asking the to, to yeah. replace for a lot. But you a still lot got stuff. the. You know, you're not taking the t- the title and registration with you when you're getting on the plane. That's absolutely all in the car. Not. So that's you're in absolutely the correct. Box. They get in the car. Yeah. They look. There's the address. This that whatever. For all and you they know, know they're gone. So now they know the house Thank is you. empty. Yep. Thank that's you. Right. Well, exactly. So they've got everything they need. So there is a claim to possibly be made? I think there's possibly a claim. I mean, the problem is you got the cost of replacing the key. That's a couple hundred bucks. And you got the cost of a cab or an Uber. So, you know, you're at between two to three hundred dollars in small claims court. You know, the filing fees, you know, uh, winds up being a couple hundred bucks by the time you're done. Doesn't really add up financially to do that. As long as they do right by this family and pay for their Ubers to and fro. Yeah. Right. And, and if they had not found the key, replace the key. Replace the key, which could be a couple hundred bucks on its own because of these modern fobs, you know, it takes a but, while. But the thing is, you know, you got to choose your battles in life. I bet you right. drove the car. I bet they did. I bet you somebody used the car. Maybe not him, but somebody there. But this or isn't like a family member said, I have a car no, available not. for you. Otherwise, the keys go in a general place. Here's where we keep the keys. I'm Unless you're just bad at key. business. Yeah. It's well, not like where a else are the keys? Bueller. I mean... You got a right. hundred cars on the lot, and so well, just toss them hither and yon, and maybe up on the roof and under a flower pot. No, they got a place where they put the keys. Well, maybe the guy's smoking some ganja, and he comes back from <laughs> lunch, and he forgets to put the keys away, and that happens. Well, he's liable. That's yeah. right. So but I'll bet you, I'll bet you a dollar. Say, hey, Sonny, I got a car you can use. 
Yeah, it may not be the newest car on the lot. Well, they did no give me crap. 20, give me 25 bucks, I'll give you the keys to this car. I think that the, the key that I learned is take a picture of your odometer before you drop off your car. With a timeline. Right, mm-hmm. that says, I took this picture this day, that day. And then, you know, take when you get back, if there's 100 plus miles on that car and it should be sitting in a parking place, what are you guys doing here? You know, that what they should do is do right. If they did lose the key, they should replace it and cover the cost of the Uber. And and fortunately, they found the key. You know, even if they lost the key, does it make sense to small go to small claims court? You got to choose your battles. Should you spend a couple hundred bucks on a filing fee to get a couple hundred back, mm. bucks back, and then spend no. all that time? Probably not. Maybe you take it up with your credit card company. And the only you know, other damages are that their house information is in the glove box in the registration. That's true. So now they have to go home and they, they you know, I don't know if they are, you know, casing out the joint for the week or 10 yep. days they were gone. Mm-hmm. So now they should probably rekey their home because, now, and not that they have keys That's to the house, point. but yep. the fact is that they knew that for the next week or so, because you tell them when you drop off your car, I'll be gone from day A to day B. Of course it didn't B. happen. Yeah, but they can do that with anybody. They could do that with anybody, yeah. but but when a key is lost, there's more concern about a violation of trust is the reality. All That's right. What correct. do you think of the Elvis uh, documentary on HBO? I mean, I love Elvis. I mean, you know I'm an ETA. Elvis? Tribute artist. Oh. Okay. To, oh yeah, we don't, we don't like thing. Elvis impersonators. It's Elvis tribute artist. Tribute I became artist. one. You had a big part in me becoming an ETA. How's that? Well, I, I mean... The poker tournament. At the poker yeah, game. exactly. Yeah, yeah. I was recruited into it by David, and, and uh, he brought me on. That was my so first HBO appearance. is showing a four-hour, two-part Elvis uh, documentary. It was a little eerie hearing Tom Petty. And essentially, it's it was. And what was essential, Tom Petty? He was narrating. Something. He was narrating part oh, oh, of the I documentary. See. That's weird because he's dead. Yeah. And uh, a lot of Elvis because we all have stereotypes of Elvis, and it's usually it's fat Elvis. Fat Elvis with it, with uh, President Nixon, Fat Elvis on stage, you know, peanut butter and uh, banana sandwich, you know that kind Shoot of stuff. The TV. Exactly, that's that's the Elvis, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of this. The first the first half is Elvis as a as a boy, mm-hmm. you know, growing up in Tupelo and Memphis, and you really said he was so handsome, and really, and yeah, but really getting engaged with the music, and you know, he's always been accused of ripping off blues music, and other people now saying he didn't rip off anybody. Played homage. He. Yeah, exactly. He took country music and he took gospel music and he took blues music and he made it into something of his of his own. That's rock and roll. I mean, it's a fusion of that gospel R and B. I came away with blues. a with a newfound respect for him. I've always kind of liked him, but did you think cheese ball at some point? I ne- no. I never thought that. I about him. used to think cheese ball because I fell That's into that I mean. stereotype. The but you look at him now. This guy recorded over seven hundred, close to eight hundred songs. His voice is absolutely gorgeous. And you, and you watch too. this recording, and he's recording in studios with the band in the studio, and there's no special uh, device to alter Auto-tune, somebody's no voice yeah. to make it. Nope. I mean, his voice is absolutely spectacular. He's his, got a lot his, of depth. his range, you know, f- from low to high, high to low, is absolutely beautiful. He can hold a note. He can emote. He can connect and, and have that a, dynamic and, and besides that, he was a great entertainer. Absolutely. On stage, he and wasn't he's, fat he's, until the as very my end. wife says, is somebody's that got the woo, and we all know people like this. They're on stage or stage whatever it presence, is, and they yeah. just have that presence. Whether they walk into a room or whether they're on stage, and they just you just know that's it, man. They they got it, and he's one of those few people who really had it. He didn't get fat until the very very end. I right. mean, I know there's that conception, but really, even when he met Nixon, I mean, he was. If you saw the live Aloha from Hawaii. 
that jumpsuit he had, the eagle white jumpsuit, he's ripped in that. I mean, he's pretty You fit. look at him in that 1968 concert, which they essentially says, they say that's the beginning of the end for Elvis, is 1968. But that, uh, that concert where he's on stage and that black leather or black vinyl looks like leather, mm-hmm. handsome... Good God, man! Sounds weird. When you say I it know. Like that. Well, I mean, well, Elvis is a handsome well, guy. You, you, gotta, you gotta admit, you, you either you know, you gotta admit what he had. He, he was he a lady drop killer. Dead, yeah, yeah, yeah. handsome, and a great musician, a pretty so good tragedy, guitar though. player, huh? So much tragedy, though. I mean, it's so sad. I think he was deathly afraid of of, of reentering poverty. Yeah, they said that 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 was such I such an experience his in his formative years, being poor, being in the projects, and mm-hmm. I think that was his depression. fear. Of being of being poor again. I mean, doesn't that characterize so many people that generation that grew up during the Great Depression? I, my grandfather grew up during that period, you know, of the Great Depression, and I, I would say that. Yeah, but kid, he wasn't growing up during the Depression. His, his... Yeah, I think he was born during the '30s because he was 44 when he died, so he was born in '33, I think. Yeah, but by the time you realize what anything's happening, you're. Yeah, if, if but... you're born in 1915. Yeah, you're in your 20s during yeah, the Depression. Yeah, yeah. But still, depression I mean... Depression is 29 and 30. You know, but think about how much your personality is formed in that first five years. Well, it's poor. He's poor, but he doesn't know why he's poor other than, you know, the father's not around because the father's in prison for a couple of years and in and out of his life. He's, he loves his mother to death. I mean, he's a mama's boy. There's no question about that. But they also say that his his problem with, uh, with, with pills began when he was in the Army. Mm-hmm. Amphetamines. Be- yeah, to stay awake during, because he had other things going on. You had to stay awake to perform your responsibilities in well, the army. Well, of course, the doctor gives it to you. That's okay. But he's probably got one of those it's know, mind. personalities, and he becomes addicted, and it just builds and builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. Well, so he, was, he was able to rationalize between illegal drugs and those given to by doctors and say, well, these are bad and these are good. Right. But, but you know, it's that my grandfather was born in 1930, so right at that spark of the depression and it and i would say it characterized his entire life you know growing up well my mother was born in 1916 oh yeah so young adult a, at that time yeah a teenager when that hits yeah you know and there's no uh, father around because he had passed away you know shortly after she was born so you know these are people who struggle struggle and, and these are why yeah. you get those messages as the son of a of a mother who went through mm-hmm. the trials and tribulations of the depression, I mean, just on you all the time. You've got to go to college. You've got to do this. Yeah. You've got to do that. And you know, you got to watch. That. I understand that. I started seeing is that Andre the Giant documentary. Do you have to be a wrestling fan? No, I I, I was never. I mean, I knew about wrestling. You couldn't miss it in the eighties. You know, and and I've always been okay with it. But I'm not a like fanatic. No, you don't. It was crazy. They had a, a shot of like a WrestleMania or some event that Andre the Giant was in to to reflect the cultural significance. And in that thing, you, you know, you got Mr. T. They had Andy Warhol hmm. at a wrestling event, and Muhammad Ali, you know, I guess was refing. <laughs> but Andre the Giant, just a what a larger than life, literally personality, persona, physique, well, they all everything. Do, though. Don't that? they? I mean, the big. They all draft that. They all their character. They create. Yeah, that. yeah those guys don't drink twenty bottles of wine to get a little buzz. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the guy is seven foot four, five hundred pounds. Yeah. It's pretty fascinating. I loved him in The Princess Bride. Right. Anybody want the peanut? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Stephen. Not bad, Stephen. Yeah. yeah. Bringing you back for shot, Doctor Casting call on Wednesday. See? It's been a while. I'm ready.
<laughs> I did the odd couple with him. Remember that? Oh Probably not. <laughs> that was a good one. Perfect. Perfect I think you did casting. clerks with him also. Nah, I didn't get to do clerks. But he'd be natural for that one because you don't have to be a great actor to do clerks read. Hey, what are you saying that's about the true. shot yeah. doctor? <laughs> I well, mean, he's not a thespian, okay? I would say that's probably right. No. Uh, no. I love shot, but, you know. We acting, all love shot. Acting was not his calling. Mm-mm. No. He's he's a, he's a character, all right. He can tell you the score from, you know, a St. Louis and an L.A. game from, yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and who was pitching. Last and, week, though, we started talking wrestling with him to bring it all back to Andre the Giant. That's right. And he talked about, like, not Boom Boom Mancini. What was the guy's name? He came up with somebody like... Bruno San Martino died. Died. So that's what started us talking about it. George the Animal Steel. And and Monsoon. Monsoon somebody. Monsoon somebody. And we thought he was talking through his hat. Yeah. And And we looked it up later. And sure enough, Monsoon somebody. My mother and father. My mother and father were big wrestling fans. And I remember it was 1963 in Hartford, Connecticut. And Uh blah, blah, blah. Jim. Jim. And with a single... Greatest wrestling fans and Bruno San Martino pinned whatever, <laughs> nice. and and he was absolutely correct. Monsoon what? Monsoon. Uh, what what is it? Monsoon wedding. Was Research. it monsoon or typhoon? No, it was no, monsoon. monsoon. I don't know if it was a first name or a last name. No, monsoon. first. Just do monsoon and wrestler. But that Andre the Giant was pretty good. And Gorilla they had, Monsoon. Gorilla Monsoon. Oh, they had Rob yes. Reiner and Billy Crystal on talking about Andre the Giant. And uh, and how actually ironically how frail he was during the Princess Bride. Like there's that scene where she jumps off the castle and Andre the Giant catches her. She had to be kept. Robin Wright had to be kept on cables because he just could not take the oh. weight because his back was so bad at that point. Yeah, you Oof. can't be that big. It's hard. Have yeah, health problems. No, your, your skeletal system you know can't. Yeah, can't no. hold you up. I'm That's sorry. I know. Princess Bride, pretty good movie though. Yeah, absolutely. For what it is, and a good book. I didn't read the book. Yeah, Goldman. Inconceivable. Robert Wright, Billy Crystal. What's his name with... uh, Uh, Not not Mandy Patankin. Inconceivable. No, Mandy Patankin. Patankin, Patankin, yeah. Who looks so much different as an older man. Doesn't even look like the same person. Mm. Like in Homeland later? Uh, The first thing I I come up with is Andre the Giant versus Gorilla Monsoon. Here we go, look. Wow. There he is. Gorilla Monsoon. That guy's pretty big, too. That's a big All right, Stephen Kramer, Attorney Law, thank you very much. Good job today. Thank you. Appreciate it. Any other things you're watching on uh, TV or whatever, let us know next week. I'll let you know beforehand. I do my old movies. What'd you see? I'm I'm teaching my kids about a little bit of culture, so I watched (laughs) Sabrina with uh, Humphrey Bogart and William Holden. Old school. Audrey Hepburn, really good. So good. Such a good movie. And uh, did Singing in a Rain form. Yeah, greatest there you musical go. of okay. all time. You gotta, I gotta let my. I don't know if it's better than Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I mean, that dance scene is. I mean, oh. you can't get much better than that. If you go to dancing, you got to go to with the great, ones, uh, with the great, the um, great cabaret. Keel. Keel. What was his first name? Who? He's a Dr- great uh, Howard Keel. Uh, Howard Keel, the great Howard Keel. Points. Just saying. Yeah. I In Seven Brothers, I, I actually had that movie. And the great Russ Tamlin. Who also danced in uh, yeah, you're West, Side West Side Story and Twin Peaks? It's the Philip Dr. Fo- ah. Russ Tamblyn was in. He was in Twin Peaks. He's Doctor Jacoby. Is he really? Yeah, what? and his daughter is married to David Cross. In the new one or the old one? In both. He was in the original. Russ Tamblyn. The- yeah, Russ Tamblyn. I gotta look it up. Thank you, Stephen Kramer. Yeah. Today, it's the Phillips File on Real Radio one hundred four point one. Oofa! Time for a check of the news. Here's Big Daddy. Thank you, Big Jim Weasel. 
An overwhelmed New York postal carrier has been arrested in New York after failing to deliver over 15,000 pieces of mail. He was reported when someone saw 20 bags of undelivered mail in his car. He should have just thrown the mail in the river like a sane human being. Penn State is saying its 98-year-old outing club is no longer allowed to go outside because the college deems it too dangerous. Apparently they think going outside is no longer a good idea. Lastly, Anthony Hopkins is giving the internet the screaming jimmies after filming himself dancing to salsa music on Twitter. With a menacing grin the 80-year-old actor shuffles horrifyingly for far too long. Give this man a break. He was feeling it. Headlines were brought to you by the free iHeartRadio app. Download it now in your app store and take the Philips file with you wherever you go. End transmission. Call now for person, place, or thing. 407-916-1041. From... You're listening to The Phillips File on Real Radio. Real Radio! 你不配合。這是Pearl Heart is racing, and I'm like, I don't know about that. What's your standing heart rate? Right now, sitting here? Yeah. 65. That's pretty dope. That's pretty good. Is that good? Pretty yeah. dope. You check your heart rate after you uh, meditate? Uh, no. You oh, well, it's, it's automatic. I guess Because you meditate look. on a regular basis, your heart rate will get down into the 50s, if not the high 40s. Upper teens. No. <laughs> then, then you're not well. Watch that pendulum. Or metronome. You can do the same thing with yeah, a metronome. Back and forth and back and forth. And in your mind, you're trying to get that metronome to stop mm-hmm. right in the middle. That's when you're That's when you're in the moment. You're not in the past. You're not in the future. Just saying. I find it very, well, A, relaxing, and B, surprising, more so than anything, that I am able to sort of slow my mind enough to get into that state of meditation or whatever. I'm very surprised. Well, don't be surprised if you have a bad meditation. That happens too. A bad one? What does that mean? Like a bad trip? Yeah, things will pop up into your mind. I mean, you're 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 entering a a particular mindful state mm-hmm. where things can surface. Yeah, yeah. And uh sometimes they're not uh sometimes they're not pleasant. You just have to be mindful that those things can happen. I have a um 
a whole bunch of guided meditations. So they sort of help you get there. Sure. Which is good. Whatever it takes. Yeah. It seems like one of the things I didn't. Well, there's some people who are who are into med- certain forms of meditation, and whether it's uh, mindfulness or Zen, or whether it's you know it could be TM and Zazen, and you know there's heart rhythm. Med- you know, I I try to shy away from people that well, this is the, this is really the only meditation that that that, that works. works? We, no, we, I we, and I've I've heard that from from and I've practiced TM for a while. I don't anymore, but I I would hear that from the TM side. This is the yeah, only, only proper way, way to mm-hmm. meditate. And when somebody would say that to me, I said, "Come on," that turns know. me off a little bit. Yeah, and me too. I'm more into my what's now termed mindful mindfulness meditation. And it's just relaxing and sitting and breathing and concentrating on your breathing. Whatever goes through your mind, it goes through your mind. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just uh, you don't let it bother you one way or the other. Whether it's positive, negative, whether it's a noise, this, that, or whatever. And uh, you just you just let it happen. Enough of that. Time for PPT. Let's hear some person, place, or thing music. There we go. What's the prize, please? I have a pair of tickets to see Lewis Black. The Jokes on Us tour at the Dr. Phillips Center on Saturday, October yeah. 6th. Tickets on sale now at the Dr. Phillips box office or online at drphillipscenter.org. Okay, here we go. Craig, you're first up. Pick a person, a place, or a thing. Uh, I feel like a person. I feel like a person, too. Thanks to Brad for the category. Who is this person? This person was born not too far from Jana Banana's hometown in Kansas, but found success in Ohio and Colorado. Wow. i got to give you some uh, more help on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah no, I please. I can't do that. Uh, recently in Orlando. Recently in Orlando. Yeah, recently in Orlando. Recently in Orlando, Orlando mm-hmm. Um, gosh. Was recently in Orlando. That's the best I can do, man. Um, right. No, I could do better, but I'm not going to. Uh, let's go. What are you doing? What are you? What are you? What are you doing? You're making this noise. I don't understand this noise he's making. What is that? Clicking, rifling through something. Are you? I'm 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 driving a truck. Oh well, there you go. A truck full of Hot Wheels cars on it the It sounds like something's rattling around back there. <laughs> yeah, it feels uh, like yeah. you're driving with a cab full of Rubik's Cubes or something. <laughs> uh, now, Garage Door Spring. Okay, garage all right. Well, who is this person? Well, there you uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. That's your final answer. I thought Tom Hanks. Drive with caution. My God, people. All right, Joshua, clue number two. Here we go. He's gained adulation from contemporaries. Like Jimmy Page, Pete Townsend, and Eric Clapton. Uh, we're gonna go with yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson. That's your final How's that Willie Nelson moving right along? Yeah, recently in Orlando, this person was. Here we go, Bob. Clue number Hi, three, Jim. Bob. He was taught the slide technique by Dwayne Allman, who played on Eric Clapton's song Layla. Oh man, slide guitar. Came to Orlando. Yeah, he was recently in Orlando, this person. Anybody tell me about this? Yeah, it wasn't, uh, uh, it, it, and it's not uh, Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett was recently in Orlando. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen him play fly guitar. Yeah, well, it's not Jimmy oh. Buffett. had anything to do with Jimmy Buffett. But he might have been in town the same time as Jimmy oh. Buffett. Oh. 
Oh. Oh. He's taught the slide technique by Dwayne Allman of the Allman Brothers Band, who played on Eric Clapton's song, Layla. Now, I don't know whether they meant that person or whether Dwayne Allman was on Eric Clapton's uh, song, Layla. Anyway. Yeah, Dwayne Allman was. That was his... Uh, anyway, this, his so this person has a lot to thank Dwayne Allman for. Criterion Records. Yeah, it was just here, man. It was just here. Just here on no, stage. No. Oh, God. Who would be that good, that old, and that notable? Uh, yeah. And it's not Lewis Black. Oh. He He's much. a teetotaler now. Teetotaler. Joe Walsh. That's your final Joe answer? Walsh. Yeah, baby. That's it. Smarty pants. There you go. Yeah, Joe Walsh. Jeez, how many clues do you have to give a guy? Despite clue number four, despite his life of illusion, life's been good for this ordinary average guy all night long. (laughs) I get it. Clue number five, this clown prince of rock replaced a founding member of the Eagles taking note in a famous hotel. There you go, Joe Walsh. Which hotel? The Hotel California, you ding dong. No, you don't know that. I yeah, it could have been know the that. Grand Budapest Hotel by Wes so. Anderson. No. What would that have to do with Joe Walsh? Everything, though. I'm just saying. It could have been any hotel, Brad. Exactly. Like a Ritz-Carlton or something. Yeah. Or a Motel 6. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be anything. Well, I just don't believe any of that. I think well, Joe Walsh has never been in a Hotel 6? Or Hotel 9? Motel what about- 6. Whatever it's called, Motel or a Super a, 8. Oh yeah, God. Super 8, exactly. No, I don't believe he's been in one of them. Oh, come on. Now you're now you're fooling yourself, Mel. Yeah, he's a traveling musician. He probably has stayed at many a night's inn. No, definitely. <laughs> Think he ever stayed in a Howard Johnson? Back in the day, maybe. Yeah. Traveling about, that's probably a big deal for him. Oh, gosh. They're not around anymore, are they? It's a matter who died. They still have the hotels. Poppy Bush. Oh, Poppy. Is now back in the hospital in intensive care. Whoa, it says. His heart is broken. It says after contracting an infection that spread to his blood. Oh, Poppy. That's going to be, it's going to be one of those, uh, like, uh, what's her name from Star Wars? And then her mother passing a day or two. Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. Yeah, your heart's broken, and that's it, See right? that great photograph of, uh, I mean, it was the Bushes, and yep. it was the Clintons, and it was the Obamas all together, and there was Poppy. It's a great photograph that's out there right now, and they're all standing there, and you look at these people. These are people who de- have dedicated their lives to public service, and then you think of this goof that we got in the White House right now. Melania's in that picture. Melania's yeah. in that photograph as well. Big smile on her face. She probably said, geez, thank what God, I'm-, I'm finally standing around some intelligent people. Stop it. And, uh, nope. well, you never know. I'm finally away from him, around people who want so much respect so for the public service. Yeah. Yeah. You can differ on policy, but you can't, uh, you can't deny the fact that they were dedicated. Bush uh, Sr. is the oldest living president, I think, too. That yeah, he's right. older than Jimmy, right? Mm-hmm. Rosalind went there, got a dollar off that one. Oh, yeah, man. now you're even Steve. Yeah, let's get out of here. Thank you, Fritz. Good job today. Thank you, everyone. Thank you to Wanzig and Doug and Stephen Kramer as well. We're back tomorrow. Tuesday edition of The Phillips File gets underway at 3 right after Sean. He's the news junkie with Sabrina and C-Lane. They follow the monsters in the morning, and Tom and Dan are next. So tonight, eat dessert first, grin like a dog, wander aimlessly, pound your conk as often as you can. Buy your books with cash and eat some ants. Bye-bye and take care.
night, Penny. Good night, Will. Remember, brush your teeth. Your next chance to win $1,000 is just minutes away on Real Radio 104.1.